All right, hello everyone. Welcome to the stream. Uh, this is Modern Wong Chat. We are on episode, I think, thirty-three. Um, it's been it's been quite some time. Yeah, I think we are on thirty-three. Yeah, that's great. Thirty-three. And tonight, uh, as usual, we are live right now on stream, and you can also watch this on YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, I also have some bonus content sometimes on Patreon, so you can check that out as well. And uh, you can also listen to this on any major podcast platform like Spotify, iTunes, Google. But honestly, who used the Google one? Anyway, uh, tonight we have Ashlyn on the show. She's a good friend of mine. I know her for freak six years maybe maybe more or less i don't know i'll ask her and I'll, I'll let her explain and maybe she'll know she does many things she's a streamer she's a gamer uh sometimes she cosplay but most importantly she also do a lot of stuff with charity she's work with tiltify um what, what is exactly does she call herself she says she's a charity success manager i'm not sure what exactly is a charity success manager i don't even know what this a success charity even mean so it might be easier if i have her to explain it to all of you so hello ash <laughs> what, hi what's going on what is a charity success manager actually that's a great question uh, yeah so my my main and primary role at tiltify is i teach charities how to be successful in live streaming spaces so um, whether that's consulting or training or utilizing tools like obs Streamlabs. um uh, literally, you name it. I teach them how to do it. I teach them how to be successful. Sometimes I'll consult on programs. Um, and right now, one of our kind of biggest pushes is, especially with COVID-19 that's going on, is we're telling people you can take run walks, you can take all these other galas and all that digital. So we're trying to um, help that be successful. That's what I do is I, I basically teach people how to succeed in charity. <laughs> So I'm going to be ashamed of myself on this because I have been to Tiltify Party. I have interacted a lot with Tiltify. I still technically don't know exactly what Tiltify is because... Okay, 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 hold on. Hold on. I know they do charity <laughs> stuff. Look, look, look. I know they do charity <gasps> stuff. I, 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 that's, but that's almost as, as far extent as it is because I don't know because they don't exactly do... How do I say it? They help people with charity stuff, but they themselves, they don't really make We're not a content. Charity. Yeah, so it's kind of like... Correct. So uh, uh, what yeah. Tiltify is, it's a fundraising platform. Mm -hmm. So it's a platform that facilitates fundraising. We have a lot of awesome features like rewards, milestones, polls, targets, etc. that are all geared to help those who are fundraising to empower their fundraisers to the absolute max potential. And um, so we, it's not a broadcasting platform. So it's not like Twitch or YouTube. You can embed mm -hmm. your Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live, whatever, while you stream. Um, mm -hmm. But ultimately, it is a fundraising platform. So anytime somebody goes to donate, the donation is going directly into the charity's account. We just facilitate the information as well as the tools to make that fundraiser successful. I remember now. I remember now. Okay, now I remember. Yes. So people can use that link. So it's easier to like. So so it's the good thing is that then um, it's that streamer don't have to deal with like, oh, uh, you pay. They don't feel like, oh, you donate to them. It's like to a different platform. Yes. So it's not like they're going to like pocket the money or something like that. It doesn't. So, and that's one thing too is that's one of the reasons why people trust Tiltify so much, is that we have actually. So, when people are donating, you'll see in the receipt, your PayPal, Stripe, whatever the payment processor you're using, the accounts that are connected are actually the charity's accounts. So, Tiltify mm. does not touch any of the money. There's, uh, there is a, there is a processing fee that we've, um, we have an agreement, um, but we don't touch any money until the money is fully processed into charity's accounts. 
Mm. And that has always been a huge thing because anytime, and this is one thing that like really bothered me and, and has actually really what made me like passionate about this is I, I see a lot of people, a lot of content creators out there wanting to do good. So then they say, Hey guys, you know, I'm going to be supporting XYZ charity donate to me. And then I'll donate it later. Mm. One that's highly illegal. Nope. <laughs> it is illegal. Because you are not a registered 501c3 or a registered um, government entity mm. as, a, as a nonprofit, you cannot take money into your own accounts saying you are donating. You're donating, mm -hmm. correct. Every single donation that people donate is you. They do not get a taxable receipt. So if somebody came in and donated two thousand dollars and they took that to their their uh, their accountant to do their IRS work, they can't ca um, count that as a taxable donation. Mm. Oh. So. Yeah, so then you're looking into tax fraud, fraud evasion, everything. You wait, as wait, a content, yeah, yeah. Even if they donated themselves, wouldn't that count still? Because they used that money, no? Because they're, they're, the money's going into your account. You're not a 501c3. But then in the in the process, when you do donate it, doesn't that allow you to like... For the creator. Oh, yeah. For the creator, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for donator, but, yes, of course. But the problem yeah. is that creator also too has to claim all the money that was donated to them as income. Mm, yeah, so it's gonna so, be a loss, loss. Yeah, so it's a long process because now, like, let's say, let's say I ho I hosted a fundraiser and all the funds went into my personal account. Let's uh -huh. say it was ten thousand dollars, and then I donate those ten thousand dollars to the charity that I wanted to. I mm -hmm. still have to claim that ten thousand dollars as income, income on my ten ninety nine. Yeah. So then I have to pay taxes on money that I'm donating, anyways. Mm -hmm. Um. So it's just one of those like it's you. It puts yourself in a really big legal pickle and. Um, this is one thing that I don't think creators Legal even pickle. realize too. I, I love pickles. So I always <laughs> use that. I always use that term. Um, <laughs> um, it's one thing that I don't think creators actually realize is that with the like PayPal's rules and everything that they have, uh -huh. that person who donated $2,000, they have up to six months that they can claim a, a, a refund on it. So Ooh, even after yes. I finish donating that money to the charity, that person three months down the, down, down the road can be like, actually, I need that money back and they can claim a refund on that. So not, mm. now, now you're down $2,000 plus, um, plus the refund fees that you have to pay to PayPal. Mm -hmm. okay, and okay. when you use Tiltify, it takes all of that out of your hands as a creator and it just lets you focus on the fundraising. And I think that's what's really important. I feel like you're so like, like, I feel like you have done this pitch so many times, like you can do it in your oh. sleep. Like you know this so well. <laughs> this is about six or seven times a day that I have this conversation. So I, yeah, I know when I uh, whenever I go to like packs or whatever, either working for my own company or some other companies where I have to do a pitch, it's just by the second hours, it's like nonstop. Like, yep, I can do this in my sleep, and I won't be surprised. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just telling you the same story over and over. Yep, I think that's actually <laughs> helped us really good at multitasking. Like I am very good kind at kind of. I'm really good at like, kind of like. I mean, the streaming part help, you know, because you have to focusing on the game while still interacting with people. Oh no, I'm full. I'm full like ADD when it comes to streaming. Is I'm either focused on the game, I'm focused on chat, I'm focused on alerts, I'm focused on my phone that just ring. Like, I it's I struggle. I actually have to like tell myself to slow down when I stream because. Uh -huh. I'll see like a sub come in, but because I'm so focused on on the game, I'll forget to say hi to the sub because I'm so focused on the game, and I'm just like. And then you feel bad later, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I oh, do. Sorry. I, I actually, have to, I actually have to fit, like actually tell myself slow down, slow mm -hmm. down. It's and that's one thing that's like, I've been doing so many live broadcasts for like charities and stuff like that. Everything has a show time, so you you have to follow it. 
strictly mm-hmm. go by this time. And so I think I've definitely brought that mindset into live streams that there is a showtime. You have to go, 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 go. But when you're streaming, it's, it's laid back. It's chill. And I always find like the, the nights that I just woosa and, and focus <laughs> on like everything as a whole instead of one thing, like those mm-hmm. are the, the nights I have the most fun on stream. Yeah, I, it's tough. We're, we're so used to just like, go, go, go. Like we have to follow the schedule. We have to do this and do that. And like, mm-hmm. eh, and then you're like, it's really weird because like streaming, you don't have an end time. You can be like, I'm done mm-hmm. in an hour. I could be like, I'm done right now. Like we can do this for five hours if I wanted to. So it's- Oh yeah, a- absolutely. Especially when I, because I work full time. I'm always like, okay, I have to end by midnight if I want to be in bed and I'll sleep by two so I can get up at eight and then do like eight hours of meetings and then- rinse and repeat and then there's sometimes where like last night i was up till like one o'clock playing valorant and i'm like well there goes everything you were i saw <laughs> i was lurking i didn't want to disturb you so i just joined oh, and watched you stream for a little bit i was uh, so focused on game i probably wouldn't have even noticed <laughs> good excellent now i i'm still new to the whole streaming world to be honest like i i mean i had streamed a long time ago but it took like a long gap so i technically started like maybe half a year ago again kind of more seriously i remember you were you were doing um you're doing Photoshop and photo editing and showing people how I to, did. yeah, I remember all that. Yeah. And I actually did another one on Monday. Oh, and you did. So, uh, do you, Martin, I got a question for you. Do you remember how we met? Uh, Silicon Valley <laughs> Comic Con, right? Phantom Egg. Came up to me and then, uh, you were wearing some, <laughs> uh, was it Gryffindor? There was some Harry Potter stuff, right? <laughs> no, no. I don't remember. <laughs> I was uh, in a tree as Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. All right. Cool. Sounds <laughs> about right. I, I was in a tree as Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games, and you took a picture, and you're like, hey, I'm going to have your picture. Like, and I was like, I know you. You're Martin Wong. You know, every, everybody fucking knows you at conventions. Um, <laughs> and you're like, okay. And then ever since then, we've just been kind of like, cool with each other and just, just chit-chatting always hanging out at conventions and stuff so so i think i must have remembered you on the second day instead of the first day then because you had you were wearing something that maybe from loot crate that i have too as well i, I forgot what it was or i was seeing something or i was trying to give you some, I don't what know. else was i that weekend because my my memory of you was indoor but not outdoor but i know where it is um but mine was outdoor because it was it was at those trees right on the um left hand side of the phantom yeah, 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 entrance yeah, yeah. at the san jose mm-hmm. convention center yeah I can guess where there is. I, I don't yeah, remember yeah. indoor. Because it was you and friends, actually. It wasn't just yeah, you. I just don't... I just... What, I was, I, was I Wonder Woman or was I Sleeping Beauty? Aurora? I have... I don't... You know what? It's, how many years has it been? I don't know. That was... <laughs> that, was before, that was before I moved out of the Bay Area. That was probably 2014, 2015. So, yeah. It's been like, what? Six years? About. Six, seven years? It's been a yeah. long time. Yeah. Where did you um, live I, in the I, Bay Area? I, so I actually was originally from Stockton, which ah. was in, we don't talk about Stockton. There's nothing in Stockton. Uh, right? <laughs> no, there really isn't. Um, I, so I was, best I, I drive by, I never like stop at Stockton. It's like, this is a place you, where you, we don't, you don't go. You, exactly. You don't want to stop in Stockton. Um, but I was born and raised in Stockton and then I went to college in um, Belmont, but I lived mm. in San Mateo, San Mateo Redwood City for about mm. three years. Uh, San Mateo Redwood City is great. Yeah, I mean it's great, especially if you work in the city or work in tech. Mm-hmm. But because anywhere further from there is expensive. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I I was, was I only lived there while I was in college, and then for like 
three or four months after college. And I just remember on a whim, I just was like, I want to start streaming. And one of my friends, um, she used to go by um, uh, Obizyanka, but now she goes by uh, Monkeyism on Twitch. Okay. She, uh, she was like one of my closest friends, got me interested into streaming. She was like, hey, I live in LA right now on a work visa. You want to just come live with me? I'll cover rent. And I'm like, she's like, I just want to be alone. And I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> that is such a good deal. How, how do you find <laughs> friends like that? Like I... <laughs> so I was like... Okay, so I did. So I, I packed literally everything into my car that barely made it to to L, um, to L.A. We lived literally in Santa Monica, a block and a half from Riot headquarters. So we were able mm -hmm. to walk to Riot and walk to the LCS every single weekend. And I moved in. Like, I, did, I, I, I didn't even have a mattress. I, I had an I had a air mattress. Uh -huh. um, and we I went to Ikea, got a desk and everything. And, and then that's how I started streaming is... I just dove head in, you know, I was like, I have a place to live for a while. I'm going to take advantage of it. I dove straight in, streamed every single day, 12, 12 hours a day. And like within four months I got partnered and, um, yeah, it was I'm still so really much good. easier to get partnered back then. Oh like, no, it wasn't. Was it not? No, you had to have like 200 concurrent viewers. Oh, because they dropped it down to 75 now, huh? They dropped it down to 75. You had to have like 200 concurrent viewers. You had to show like a steady increase in follows and a steady increase in like trend and all that. And uh -huh. I, I started playing, I started streaming and playing right when like H1Z1 came out. And I was mm. very fortunate enough that I had um, a lot of friends that were like high up in the category. And so we'd always play together. So I was playing with like Sexy Hexy, who just goes now goes by Hexy, Angry Pug, OPSCT, Mr. Grimms, like a lot of like main like FPS people now. And, mm. um, and yeah, and um, Ninja used to host me like old, 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 Twitch days, so like long time ago. I, I had I had a long time ago. So like in three months, I had close to ten thousand followers, and just um, yeah, I put an application and I got it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't need to talk about how I got mine, but um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gotta talk about that. We're all good. Just gonna. But no, yeah. How I moved to LA is also something similar. Uh, I'm not sure you know Sam. Uh, she used to work for Rise. She used to do all chat. Sam Brown. Uh, uh, no, shoot. Sam Brown's at tw at Twitch. No, not Brown. Yeah, freak. I forgot. Because Sam, Sam and Brittany called. Brown are at Twitch. Yeah, it's not that Sam. I forgot. Shit, now I forgot what's out of Sam's call. I hope she's not watching. <laughs> but yeah, she moved to Seattle now, so she's not around here. But she used to do all oh, chat, all kind of stuff. You know yeah, Sam? I feel like you would know Sam. Yeah, I th I think I do because because um, Dash was also on all chat. I feel like I, I feel like I just like look it up right now, and I could instantly <laughs> pull up the name, and you'd be like, "Oh You're yeah, just gonna just, uh, we, we both cat. know Sam." Oh, LCS, Light, Lighthammer, Lighthammer, Sam. Sam Lighthammer. Oh. Is, is that her last name or her in-game name? I think it's both. I think her last name is kind of <laughs> sound like Lighthammer, so she just go by Lighthammer. I honestly, it's probably one of those. If I saw the face. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, the point anyway. is, I, I, I always told her, it's like, hey, I'm going to move down to LA and all kind of stuff. And then I kind of like, because I used to drove down to LA all the time for conventions, like anime expos mm -hmm. and all kind of stuff. So I come down here, it's like almost every other month to the point that NorCal people think that I live in SoCal. So it's I remember, strange. I remember that. I remember yeah. I, I thought you lived in, in Southern California. And then one, one of the times we were like, let's just do a photo shoot. And he's, and he's like, where are you at? And I was living in Patterson at the time. Mm. And um, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm like 45 minutes away, and I'm like, what? 
I thought I, thought yeah. I was about to have to make a trip to LA for a photo no. shoot. I live in Fremont. Same thing. It's a funny thing too because that's similar to what um, I did with um, Dancing Girl. Uh, Just Dance See her. streamer. See her, Avery. Yes, yeah, 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 Avery. So I, I mean, I don't live in Seattle, but then Dancing. I was flying up for PAX, right? Uh, she was like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, <laughs> we, uh, so let, uh, she wanted to shoot." So I was like, "Sure, let's shoot." And then she thought she had to fly down to LA to shoot with me. When I was telling her that, like, I'm flying up, but she didn't know because she was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm free after day one of PAX. I like we can shoot after that." So we were all planning flights and stuff like that. And halfway playing flights, she was looking at flights. I was looking at flights. When I you know when we both like, oh yeah, we should look at flights. We both looking at flights. We didn't know that I'm actually already flying up. So um. But oh my gosh, up. how funny would that have been? It's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Where are you? I'm at Terminal <laughs> Two. I'm here too. Wait, are you sure you flew into LAX? Ooh, it's like LAX. Excuse me, uh, I flew from LAX. Oh, I'm in Seattle. Atomic. <laughs> That would be oh man, that but would have been interesting. Good thing it was easier, so we both able to shoot. But yeah, I, I drove down here all the time uh, to LA, and then I told Sam that like, I'm gonna move down to the points that like two years after we've been I've been taught saying that I haven't done it yet, you know, because there's always stuff going on, right? I was working at like um in Silicon Valley, I was doing all kind of stuff, and then she was like, "So um, when are you moving down?" Like she called me out on it. I'm like, "What?" It's like, "Fine, I'll look at places right now." And we did. And then she kind of helped me like look at places. Uh, I found a bunch of different places uh, and I visited many of them. Uh, I didn't like any of them or kind of some of them were great because I, I was trying to move to a downtown loft, which I did. But yeah, the last I, rem I remember that loft. It was beautiful. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, the, <laughs> but the last thing I did was that I just walk around to get coffee and then I saw a sign that say, oh, we have open house. I'm like, all right, I'll come take a look. And then I found my place. So I lived yeah, there for it's like It's funny how like life just falls in your lap like that sometimes. Yeah, it's strange. And uh, yeah, it was fun, but uh, it was so expensive. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, I'm actually looking to possibly moving to Vegas by the end of this year. And I was just like scrolling on Zillow the other night for like houses to rent. And I'm like, dude, these four bedroom houses it's are so $1,600. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you can barely get like a room here in, in LA. Well, in LA. Yeah, I, I'm in a, yeah oh in yeah. LA. I'm, I'm in a two bedroom, two bath, a two car garage, like a little over a thousand square feet with like in a gated community for 2500 2600 a month that is nice oh. no it's not bad because that's how much you're probably paying for one bedroom <laughs> yeah it's, it's oh it's horrible here he's like we ain't gotta talk about it <laughs> but here's the thing about la right everyone's everyone's like oh we complain so expensive about it but then like everyone want to move here and we keep telling friends don't come we keep telling our own friends to move here at the same time we're complaining there's too many people here all the time yep and it's weird because a lot of us are in the gaming and streaming industry, like me and you. We barely mm -hmm. have to go outside, but we're still like, yeah, I need to live in LA. So is it me? Because I know this happened when I like moved to Santa Monica for that short short while. And even just in general, when I moved down here or moved where like other creators were. Is it like, as soon as you move there, nobody's like down to hang out? Oh, yeah. Come, oh, yeah. come, come move to LA. Move here. We'll have so much fun. Hey, it's I moved trap. to LA. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> yeah, it's a freaking trap. You're like, yeah, you, you should move down here and come on, hang out. We'll always hang out all the time now. We'll drink and nope, never see them again. Nope, nope. <laughs> I, it's the people that you'll see more outside of. Uh, I, I see most of my friends usually not. At conventions. At conventions, yeah. Like, it's never like yeah. at, like, some people live near me, but I never see them. And yep. that's, that's the reality that we are in, kind of. So. 
I don't know. Is it, but but however, like I feel like it's a weird thing. A lot of things I do does not require me to be in LA, but I don't get those jobs or gigs unless I am in LA. Like, yeah, it's, it's strange. Like people forget you if you don't live here, but they suddenly remember you because you yes. live here. Yes. No, I, I absolutely remember when that happened. So when I lived in Santa Monica, so like I knew like everybody who worked in the LCS. I was like friends with like literally every single LCS player, like you name it. And mm -hmm. um, like I was dating Riot Dash for a while. Mm -hmm. Fucking knew knew everybody, mm -hmm. and as soon as I moved out of Santa Monica, because some some issues happened, my friend she lost her visa, so she could no longer stay in the United States. I couldn't afford to live in L L A by myself, so I was like, guess I'm moving back home. So I had to move back home. I kid you not, they dropped me like a hot cake. Everybody just stopped <laughs> talking to me, and I'm just and I, I I don't think I've ever felt so like kind of like taken aback that like i felt like i didn't matter to people because i suddenly wasn't in the vicinity to them and it's and that, weird and because like, like i'm willing to drive down and do anything too but yeah. it's just like you do not matter as soon as you don't live in this zip code like why? yeah well because also too like at the, with with lcs people like there was like, a house party every weekend mm -hmm. and it's yeah. like if you were at those house parties you didn't matter yeah yeah so it, was, it was just like oh gosh fomo is such a thing it's it it really is, but is is FOMO what social media creates, or is it what we create? I think it's both. Like we we create a sense of FOMO for other people to feel like, hey, you're missing out on what I have, therefore I'm cooler, but yeah, not really. I I guess I think I think the only time I've actually ever felt like FOMO is is I kid you not, every time I mix out uh, miss out on Pax West. Mm. Every, every other Pax, I don't feel it. Pax West, I feel FOMO. I love Pax West. It's out of the two packs. I that was my first Pax that I went to. Same. Uh, twenty fifteen was my first one. Yeah. So I was going there since it was Pax Prime. Uh, <laughs> a hole. Hole. Yeah. Pinky up. So, <laughs> so yeah. So it, it's different. It was a lot of fun, and convention is also very different now too. And I'm not sure how it's gonna change after the coronavirus. You know. Yeah. Um. I even it's thought about doing a. I thought about doing a video on like, oh, describing how convention was like back then. You know, like how much fun it was, how how you get to see how friends. They were, yeah. And yeah. I think that's just, what's that's what's so weird to me is like looking at like videos and pictures of just like concerts and mm -hmm. um, all these things, and it's like, how did we live like that? Like, like the entire time we're thinking, man, all these people are swapping germs, kissing strangers. Like I think of like raves and like M e mm -hmm. M EDC and all that, where like mm -hmm. the big thing is literally like kissing somebody to transfer Molly into their mouth. And I'm just that like- happens all the time. And I'm just like, um. One time I was, uh, <laughs> I was still an RA at the, uh, at, in my, in my college, right? So I was taking oh, care of freshmen. You have, I was an RA too. I have stories. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was at uh, I went to EDC Pop White whatever it was it was in the Cow Palace uh, up in NorCal, and I was for I randomly ran to the photographer that works for them, and then he asked me if I have a charger or something. For some reason, he did not have a charger. We both used Nikon, and I said, like, "Oh yeah, I brought one with me." For some reason, I did. It's not a common thing. So I I <laughs> then he gave me a press badge so I can walk everywhere. So I hung out with like you know Tiesto with like uh, Armin and everybody. Um, mm -hmm. It was fun, but then I was also able to be with teen like the uh, behind the gate. You know, there's a fan usually between the DJs and mm -hmm. the crowd. So I was yeah, walking yeah. around there as well. Uh, and yeah, and then I ran into a resident 
uh, like one of my residents, and all of this just rolling, and then she start kissing me. I'm like, okay, all right, you're definitely rolling <laughs> <laughs> and high and drunk or something or cross like everything combined. Oh my gosh. I, I remember one time I, I was I got so drunk at like an off-campus like bar and uh -huh. I actually called one of my residents to come pick me up because I was so drunk. <laughs> and then it word ended up word ended up getting back to like the higher ups. Like they brought me in like during like my weekly one-on-one -on -one with my oh, boss. No. I hate one-on-one. She, like, on one. <sighs> she like looked at me and she was like, I'm proud of you. And I was like, I was like, what? And she's like, you were, she goes, you displayed actually like being smart, not driving home. Like, you know, like knowing you have someone to call. And, and I was like, uh, I thought I was fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'll wow. tell you what, I never call a resident again. I called my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it was too embarrassing to call a resident again. Because then, <sighs> because then, like that resident will go tell their friends, "Oh yeah, I picked up our RA drunk at the bar the other night," and then everybody's like, "Oh, she's the drunk RA," and I'm like, <laughs> <sighs> "Yeah, really." Last time, I, uh, last time I irresponsibly drink and drive. Please don't do that. But um, uh, this was very little. Actually, no, actually, no. I was sober by then. I drink and then I got into my car and I fell asleep for like an hour and a half. So I was actually kind of fine. Um, I didn't drive. I was just in the parking lot. Just oh, I was like, how did you just fall asleep driving for an hour and a not, half? Not while driving. No, no. I was just in the parking lot, sleep for like an hour and a half. So I was totally you know, fine you know by what? then. Had to be a Tesla. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait when all cars are self-driving. I'm anyway, terrified so, yeah. when they become self-driving. Yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> I drove home that night. Uh, I was in NorCal, actually. So I borrowed my parents' car. It was like last year. Uh, I got hit by a cop car. <laughs> so it was the other way around. <laughs> I ever drink and drive and get hit by a cop car. So yeah, so the cop fucked up too. Like he he knows because he hit me and then he said, "Oh shit!" I can I can hear him saying it out of my window. So um, was it Highway Patrol or was it like PD Sheriff? I don't. I think it's PD Sheriff. I think he was actually holding a criminal in his car. What and color then, uh, suit was he wearing? Was oh, it wait, black, you, blue, or, oh, you or khaki? Know this. Uh, he was, was blue, like, blue slash black. Blues? Okay, know. so that, 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 that's dark. usually sheriff. That's usually sheriff for county. Okay, because then later, of course, the um, patrol show up later, and then they were trying to, like, uh, making sure that I'm not drunk. They like keep, taking, like, keep trying to test me if I'm not drunk. I'm like, I'm not. I'm really sober by that point. Uh, <laughs> then maybe do all the ZYXC stuff. I was like, totally fine. Um, and then they were making sure that, like, you know, um, find my... Because my car was not movable, so they have to move it for me. And mm -hmm. then they were checking for... They asked me, what, where's my registration everything? I said, oh, it's in my glove compartment. And then they were like, oh, can I get it for you? I was like, no, I'm going to get it for myself, you know? Because one of your brother hit me. I don't want to... Because he was like, oh, is there something yeah. you want to hide? I'm like, no. But in my head, I really want to say, yeah, but I want to keep it that way. <laughs> I don't want you studying. No, it's just, it's just... No, I'm not giving you permission to search through my belongings. Yeah, I'm not going to let that's you find what it is. At that point, it, At that point, it is giving verbal confirmation that they can search through your properties without a warrant. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Hey, I you want to know, like, know how I knew that? I was in law yep. enforcement before I worked at Tiltify. I remember, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're hiding it for a little bit. So I was like, oh, interesting. Because every once in a while, I see things like, she's doing something, but... She's not really loud about it. I know she's doing something. And there's like, every time there's something's come up, it's like, I know what that is. Especially when I'm in the I was like, that's, that's interesting. But I'm going to let her do her thing before she decided she want to tell anybody or not at all. And, you know, 
So. It was more for like my own safety of like it's not smart. disclosing that I was in law enforcement because last thing I want is like somebody who lived near me who had just gotten a DUI or whatever to be like, oh, she works in law enforcement. I'm going to go fucking harass her on her stream and then, you know, like go harass mm -hmm. her at work. Like, yeah, the last thing yeah. I wanted. Um, also, too, I didn't want to put any of the officers' lives at risk or. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Separate church and state. Yeah. Keep them, keep them out. Yep, yep. My life. <laughs> I, my last job, uh, I was not so any life issue, but then I work in Silicon Valley. So I'm able to help a lot of friends to have access to things. So I never tell people I work there. I just tell them I have a friends that work there. So in case they really need something, they can ask me. And I'll be like, all right, let me see if my friend can help you, but not me. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, a lot of uh, everybody want to get verified and checkmark all kinds of stuff. Like, <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's crazy too how like I don't and, and this is probably just me. I I'm pretty sure this it's not just me, but um, it's so difficult to make friends in this industry because you mm -hmm. don't really know who's making a business friendship, who's making a genuine friendship, or who's kind of just kind of sitting in the middle. And it's it it makes it so hard to like reach out to people because you don't want to come off too desperate, but you don't want to come off as like, hi, business proposal, and yeah, it's, it's so hard. It's so it's ironic for me too because I'm in the cosplay world as well. So mm -hmm. I when I first started, I'm making sure I do not try to learn everyone's name. I don't care who they are. Like you know, oh you cosplay, great, have fun. Uh, I don't know if like Jessica Negri, Yaya Han doesn't matter. They're all just like cosplay mm -hmm. to me. So I try so hard to make friends so I don't let her climb. But now that I have uh, made it, quote unquote, made it in the cosplay world, I kind of uh, it's ironic because people start letter climbing me either get to me or get to them so i'm like wait i came here to make friends and now i can't I work so hard to yeah. start so not have to so, so people don't think i'm letter climbing but uh same in the streaming world too yeah so. absolutely there, there's some there's some people who who i like out who out there that i would genuinely reach out to um like i knew one of them was having like a hard time and I, like i generally reached out to her was like hey if you ever need anybody let me know and just kind of like cold front thanks and i'm like mm. I'm trying to be your friend because I actually really just want to be your friend. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's, it's like I'm not here to like. I don't want to. <laughs> please. Like. <laughs> my my. Uh, <laughs> I my similar situation was with uh Kitty Play. Um, I wasn't trying mm. to because I didn't know who she was. I was working at one of the packs in the east. I think it's east. I was working there. I was doing stuff with Acer or Asus or someone of those gaming company. But that was before my streaming time. So I didn't know. I don't don't know and did not care streaming people because I was in the cosplay world. So of course, at the end of the day, we all just hang out in the hotel lobby as we do. And I didn't know who she was. I was like, well, new people. I was like, hi, uh, hi, what's your name? My name is Martin. And then she's like, I'm Kitty Play. I'm like, cool. What do you do? <laughs> and just no. look at me. Yeah, she looked at me like, um, I stream and like she she either so in, I think she either think that I pretend I didn't know who she was and trying to play up front or like she might actually be surprised like this guy really doesn't know who I am. I oh my gosh I I don't I don't like that. I like anytime like I introduce myself I never go I stream on Twitch or I'm a streamer I'm a content creator I'm Ash. It's I, I just I hate that I hate that people that like people's relevance is based on mm -hmm. what platform they stream on or how many viewers or subs or followers they have. There's been times <laughs> I've literally like had met like a bigger streamer. I'm like, hey, dude, like I, I love your streams. He goes, ah, oh, yeah. How many followers you have? And I'm like, who say that? 
I mean, I'm not going to drop. But... but I mean, there are people actually say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, mean to ask you who people... exactly. I'm like, actually, people do that? Yes. Yes. I mean, like, I mean, like, it happens all the time. Every time I'm playing a game. Oh, girl, do you stream on Twitch? How many subs do you have? How many viewers do you have? Wow. I'm like, does that ma- does that matter? I was like, you can literally come into my 13 viewer stream, dude. I still got a check mark by my name. Yeah, that's oh, that's just ugly. It, it is it is and so like it, it's, it's made so it very dirty. like right it just it yeah. makes it very difficult to like i feel progress in this industry and have people almost take you seriously but i feel like at the same time some people take you too seriously also remember they always remind you you're a girl so you're not that's important apparently yeah thanks thanks for the reminder i needed that yeah no right <laughs> so, oh my goodness yeah it just, no, like at twitchcon every twitchcon you always see those new streamer uh, they'll be like they'll walk around with camera of course they're streaming and they're like they'll go up to you and say hi I'm a streamer it's like we know it's really obvious and like it's on your badge you yeah and you <laughs> you look like you're very new and we get it you stream it's, it's always like I get it you stream yeah, you know you're, you're wearing every piece of twitch merchandise I can tell yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, no offense what... to anybody out there it's just you... greenhorns are easy to spot <laughs> yep that's why like I, I do like the partner lounge it's not just because they're all partners it's more like oh we understand that this is what we do it's like this is our job so yeah and, I, and, and that's one thing i miss about like having partner lounges at pax and all that kind of stuff is that um it was very understood that once you pass that barrier no talk about like business mm-hmm. it's it's we're yep. here as friends yep 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 and they're just here to like maybe some people just want to like grab something to drink sit down and just chill that yeah fight. like i mean that, that, that's on the front yeah yeah, that's how I met uh, Man vs. Gaming is at um, mm. PAX West. We, just, we were just hanging out like in, in the back lobby. And like, I look at him like, oh my God, this Man vs. Gaming. Like, I'm not going to fucking say anything to him. Uh, and like, I was grabbing a drink. He was grabbing a drink. He's like, hey, what's your name? I was like, oh, I'm Ash. He goes, oh, nice to meet you. Because I'm, you know, so-and-so. I go by Man vs. Gaming on Twitch. I was like, yeah, it's like, nice to meet you. In the back of my head, I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I, it just, it was a genuine interaction. And he was like, what's your stream? I want to follow you. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, I was, I was so genuinely like, intrigued by that and um it's it's funny i actually held the domain name yespleasedaddy.com at that time so i was like just go to yespleasedaddy.com and he like looked at me and i'm like i was like it was a birthday present from one of my subs just go to yespleasedaddy.com and it like redirected back to my twitch and he's like that's one of the most amazing things i've ever seen but what i was trying to get at that is that was a very small interaction that i had with him but even like Mm. months down the road um like even just reaching out to him because i saw he was probably like afk for a while mia um and i was man i haven't seen him stream in a long time so i reached out i was like hey i just want to know are you okay Mm. and like he and i ended up going back and forth for like a week or so just kind of chit-chatting and it was it just that reminder that those small genuine reactions at conventions it may feel like that was such like an insignificant moment to some people, but you know, like just like me reaching back out to him, he's like, man, that, you know, that was a very genuine moment. And I think that's, those are the things that I want more out of this industry are just genuine moments. That usually only works if people meet each other in a non, like non persona situation, right? Like they're not meeting you while you're on stage. They, you're kind of, again, backstage hangout, kind of like, dude, man, we're just chilling. And, then you can build this relationship. It's really hard when yep. like, and like, so small parties works too, but when it comes to big parties where everybody's famous and popular, or whatever, it's so strange. Cause like, as, as, as we said earlier, like in LA, they have those like LCS party and you can tell half of them trying oh, to yeah, chase the house after parties? some other people. Yeah. Oh, the house parties. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, but those things are gross. 
Yeah, it's so oh. strange. Like, oh man, especially recently. Like, I because I go to some of them now since I'm in LA, but mm-hmm. I'm not a big streamer by any means. But I'm 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 bigger in outer space, right? I'm more you know, yeah. more big. Not, not that I'm big anything. You have greater relevancy. Relevancy There's in the a- outer industry. <laughs> yeah, but like that that some people do care, some people don't. Um, but it's strange because like in the cosplay world, that happens a lot as well. I start have to count like when I meet someone new and um. I don't know if they're genuine or not. I don't know to try to like, you know, want me for photos or want me to have access to Get Jessica. higher connections, yeah. Yeah, or connection, yeah, all kind of stuff. It's just all strange. That's and sometimes... Cool. See, that baffles yeah. me. That just, baffles like, me. Like, ugh, like I, I know like that was like, I know we've kind of talked about it before. It's like, the people would just try to get use you to get closer to Jessica. And the same with Ryan mm-hmm. is people were trying to get closer to her boyfriend to get closer to her. And I'm like... Yeah, oh yeah. I was like Ryan and I are friends because we we were shit lords that send memes to each other and like like when my dog's like in this weird pose that she's like looks like she's making some something sexy I'll send it and it's just fucking good laughs and it's like you can't just make genuine connections mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I can, I can care less that I it's just always separate <gasps> yeah I separate people's by like I always separate like the boyfriend girlfriends like when I'm talking to them I'm talking to them you know I don't assume them yeah. as always a thing together even though they are but like you know if i want to talk to other person i'll talk to another person so i don't do the assumption to make them feel like like you know i carry you as a human as well you know you're not mm-hmm. just a plus one unless you are just a plus one that i do not know about then yes yeah you know so what's your opinion on significant others that take on like their their boyfriend or girlfriend's like gamer name so as an example like um well first only one i can think of is uh mr grimms um his girlfriend goes by miss grimms or mrs grimms mm. on or miss bunny Miss Bunny, Miss mm-hmm. Grimm, like that. Would, would, how do you consider that? Because that's somebody who's obviously taken on a us name than it is like an, a my name. Like, of course, you know, Ryan has really established his, his brand as fake nerd. And mm-hmm. then you have Jessica. So it's like they're, mm-hmm. they are their own separate business entities that just work together. And they, oh my God, they're fucking hilarious. It's, I, used to it's, watch, <laughs> I used to watch their mail videos. Mm-hmm. Oh, Monday, yeah. Mondays, and I would just die laughing. Yeah, she gets sent a lot of uh, really strange stuff. Sometimes she uh, show me them as, uh, yeah. I just remember one of like Ryan just like eating like the gummy bag of dicks and um, Jessica just mentioning like. so many dicks. Jessica just mentioned me like, oh, you look like Sasha Gray. And he just choked (laughs) on the gummy dicks. And I just, I, oh my God. And and that's that's one, that's like a side of that's like great about content creation for people like cosplayers who usually you only see them as like a crafter as somebody who's like pretty mm-hmm. but that's personality and that's like just somebody who just doesn't give a shit what anybody else thinks and they're, they're just literally like i'm me you either accept it or you don't and, and jessica has the right amount of weirdness that people love so it's, <laughs> it's perfect for her like seriously absolutely i tell you this all the time too they're like oh my god it's just like it's jessica how she really is like yeah that's really her like that don't <laughs> The only difference that is she normally at home would be like at an eight at a convention show at 12, you know, like just much more crazy, but that's just really her. And yeah, they just, I don't know. I mean, I've been to her house before where she have her mail Monday stuff. There's so many dicks in all shape or forms. <laughs> it's freaking ridiculous. And she keeps trying to pass something to me. And like, I don't need another dildo. Like I don't need any dildo at all, actually. <laughs> wait, wait, you said you don't need another dildo? I don't have any, but I wouldn't mind. Like, you, said really... you said another. You said another. Because she keeps shoving it to, to me. <laughs> But, so just keep shoving you her dick. Dicks. Always, always, yeah. <laughs> Got it. But Got have it. you seen like Bad Dragon? Those episodes are amazing. I was just talking to friends about it yesterday. Which one? Bad Dragons. You do not know about Bad Dragons. Oh no, I know. I know about Bad Dragons. 
So, so first, of, first of all, they have lore. Some of I think they took it out. They updated the website. They have lore on them. Some of them have lore and fan arts. Like they showed the whole dragon. And yesterday I saw one. There was a dildo. It's a dick of a dragon, but it it looks like a dragon. So imagine like a guy with their dick with their face on it, <laughs> because the head of the dildo is the dragon head. So it's like what? No. Yeah. <laughs> It's so confusing. So, like, imagine some. Imagine ever you ever have sex with a guy and the guy's like, "Hello," and just his other face is on his dick. Yeah, and just okay, smiling. Hi. <laughs> so yeah, and but they they made a short yesterday too. They updated the website, so they took out all the lore, but they have like three D animation. That's one I want to like, Google this, but I don't want it to be in my history. That's why you incognito incognito it. I'll, I'll link no, it to you later. That's why you also have your you do your phone. It's amazing. Oh man, like I, I, and the, you don't even know too because their logo is so cute. I want to start wearing. Sh I might even buy some merch from them because, like, when you walk outside, you see people smile at you. If you know, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so that I think that's one of my favorite things, and I, I talk about this all the time too, like on stream. Like, I like subtle geeky shit. Like, you won't know this person is fucking part of it unless you've like watched it or something. You know. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like for example, like My Hero Academia, their um, their outfits, the UA. Like, if you had that as a, as a hoodie, nobody mm -hmm. really knows that unless you're actually you know you know you, know, you watch My Hero Academia. Um, mm -hmm. I have like a a really pretty gold medallion that is actually the um, the uh, the Empire symbol from Star Wars, and you won't mm -hmm. know that unless you like look at it. And I love mm -hmm. subtly freaking nerdy shit like that. There's a brand called that. Not Valorant. Actually, do they spell the same as a game? Valorant, but they make all this great jacket that has like subtle logo and design oh, and color scheme on it. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And like, it's one of the things like, if you, even if you don't know it, it's amazing design. But if you know mm -hmm. it, then it's even cooler, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's it's like, it's like um, Disney Bound. So if, if anybody doesn't yeah, know what yeah, Disney yeah. Bound is, it's you. So going to Disneyland, if you're above the age of 13, you cannot dress as a character. But mm -hmm. there is a way around it called Disney bounding where you wear normal clothing that is similar to a character's. It's it's like it's a like casual cos cosplay, kind of, but not. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a casual cosplay. Uh, it's kind of like that with 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 like outfits, like mm -hmm. with like hoodies or like a dress. And I that's think, why like wait, when, oh, it's great. I, think I love a it. Phrase for it. it's like closet cosplay, meaning you have to find closet everything cosplay, only yeah. from your closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, but back to your question, the whole like Mister Miss like together as a combo. Yeah. How do we I go from that to dildos and I don't just anyway? Normal. It's just anyway. It's just at least I can go back. Like, yeah, I got I got it back. I was like trace back like You're 10 good. Steps oh, back. I nope, I wouldn't. I'd... <laughs> go ahead. But yeah, no, I feel like first of all, them doing it is it's a huge risk. Like, I haven't dated anyone that would be like, hey guys, we should be a thing. Let's just introduce us as a thing. That's like a couple who yeah. use one single Facebook. You know how weird that is? Oh, there, God. There are a couple that use that. Oh, God. I, I hate that. Well, so they've been together for 12 years before he even started streaming. Okay. So, wait. But do they still go by that name like that long ago or did they like, or like halfway through yes. six years she, down? She, means she goes by Miss Bunny on most things, but prior she was like Mrs. Grimm's. Uh, okay. I don't know. I feel like it's a dangerous situation. I mean, it might okay. be like, but it might be like, oh, if you don't do this, then you don't trust me. I don't know. N another great example, Dr. Lupo and Mrs. Dr. Lupo. Mm. Oh, okay. So that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. No, I met Mike, uh, but like, I, yeah, I feel like if you think you're in for good, then that's something you would do. But yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I personally wouldn't want my success to be off the name of someone else. Oh yeah. Especially uh, women in the gaming industry. Oh, I know. 
Like I was like, talking to my housemate. Uh, hello, I'm mm-hmm. Kate. You know her. But, I do. Like, we, yeah. we slide into every once in a while. All the time. I know. But like the thing <laughs> is that. <laughs> no. Oh. You... Oh, okay. I'm going to have to be talking to her about that. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, here's the thing. Like I, I was thinking about it too. If I get my success. So if I was a woman, I'm not. But if I was, I will always have that debate in my head. Like. Yes, I could date someone very famous and then, you know, go after fame and everything. But would I able to live with that? Like, is that like, you know, like I have no, again, I have nothing against people who do that. But at the same time, it's, like, it's not me. It's just not me. You know, same yeah. for like booby streamer. Like, again, you do you, you girl, you hustle. <laughs> you do you, man. But if I people was hustle, a girl. Yeah, people fall for it. People fall for it. Just because guys always say that. Right? It, guys. guys always say, oh, if I was a girl, I would be so famous. I'll make so much money. But I'm like, if you're a woman, it's very different. You would you able to do it? It's a different sense. It's the same yeah. thing as people like say, like, I will never cheat. But I'm like, of course not. That would require two people to like you. You know? Like, <gasps> you can't <laughs> you can't even get one person to I like mean. you. I'm oh just saying, my god. No, I'm just saying, I, I, like, I people get always that. say they wouldn't it. do it. But you, if you're in the position, you know, I would never be like, you know, I would never steal from the bank. Like you know, when you're in that situation where you're allowed to do it, then you come back and you tell me. Like, what you if know? you're what if you're dying? What if you have cancer and you can't pay for your your treatment and yeah. you, you can you can have a life saving surgery, but you have to rob the bank to get the money? Oh, yeah. And then then different exactly. Yeah, it's you a know? Life yeah, exactly. It's very different. So only when you're in the spot where you get to say no and you actually say no, then you come back and tell me. Until yeah, then, I mean, like, it's just I, all talk. I actually get the question all the time. Ashley, why don't you do an OnlyFans? And I don't know. There's there's something How about, like, about OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, before it was Patreon, and now it's OnlyFans. So yeah, like, well, because Patreon started really cracking down on lewd, lewd more than lewd content. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll go all for it. Like, mm-hmm. if you if you, if you want to have an OnlyFans, man, woman, whatever, um, OnlyFans is not a lewd porn sharing site. Do people use it? Yeah, but mm-hmm. I can make an I can make an OnlyFans and literally just have it be like where I just write my diary every day and people might want to read it. I can literally do anything with it. And I think that's where people are getting the misconception of that. Um, I say, if you want to do an OnlyFans, go right ahead. I actually have an OnlyFans account. It's been approved. Have I connected it or done anything? No. You want to know why? Because that's another 1099 that I don't want to claim on taxes. Like, seriously, (laughs) that's the reason why I didn't, I haven't done anything with it. But at the same time, like, um, I'm also the kind of person is I don't send nudes to even like boyfriend, like boyfriends or like guys that I like or anything like that. I'm very like reserved because I, I personally feel like those parts of me are private to me and it's my choice on how I want to share it with someone. And the last thing I want to do is somebody to take that choice that I've made and, 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 and exploit it. And, and like, so trust our industry. It's not, it's not our people. It's not like the guy you're dating, but like someone could get a hold of it, not your boyfriend yeah. or anything. Well, I mean, all it takes is like literally somebody who's, who buys my, my OnlyFans for $5 to go on and literally just screen grab the photo and then share mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And like, that's why I'm like, I'm, that's where I'm still very much oof because I, I don't like that. That's very mm-hmm. much, it's my body, my choice. And that's where people need to understand is, you know, that's why there, people are so strict about like not sharing that content, like off of OnlyFans. My body, my choice. I'm deciding I want to do this, and, I, and here are the X, Y, Z reasons why I would do it. Is you know, you're paying me five dollars. Does that mm. make them a whore? No, that makes them literally just somebody who is proud to be in their body. I can't do it. I literally look in the mirror and go. Well. So here's an interesting <laughs> question, Dan. Like I was thinking about this. I was talking to friends about it too, as well. Now, now that's I f- okay. Maybe it's because in already in this industry, I feel like sexualization is such a big part of it now, and it happens all the time. But 
women selling lewd, nude, or whatever, um, no, either sex work or not sex work, mm-hmm. is it empowering women or it is another trap that makes women think they're empowering women by having them selling sex? It's like, you know, is it reverse psychology? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, you bring you bring up a good point, but every woman who's involved in porn in sex work as a stripper, it's their choice to be there. Mm-hmm, yeah. M- maybe yes, life circumstances have have led them to be there, but ultimately they're the ones that took that choice to go and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like has there been times I've been in a, in a financial world that was like, man, like I, like one of my coworkers, believe it or not, one of my coworkers when I was working in law enforcement was also a stripper up in LA. Do you make so was, much money as stripper? Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, That's yeah. And she she would like come home or come back to work on a Monday. She's like, girl, you want to know how much I made? on the weekend and i'm like how much and she's like well i had this guy and i came and i did like a lap dance i'm like she'd be like hold on grab me to take me to the bathroom and she showed me like the mood that she would do and i'm just like okay she's like he paid me he tipped me eight hundred dollars and i'm like what the what the hell i'm like yeah i want eight hundred dollars and i'm like she's like do it and i was like no honestly it's gotten to the point where I'm not no I'm like a not like a notoriety person on Twitch or like our Twitter or anything like that. But mm-hmm. my biggest fear is like being at a strip club and like somebody noticing me and <laughs> recognizing me on that stage and then they come into my channel and I'm like, I saw you on deja vu, you know? <laughs> just I just I can't like oh like like yeah. I said, like I don't I don't even share like nude photos with like a guy I'm talking to or like cute guy or whatever because it's like I don't know. Just it's it's just it's just it's a violating kind of feeling knowing that somebody has seen me naked before I've even like given them permission to see me naked. It's it's kind of ironic because that's the same for me. Like I'm a very private person, but I work with a lot of people who you know do sex work, do all kind of stuff that are very open to you mm-hmm. know to the to the world. So it's very different, and I don't know. It's just it's strange for me. And people always make assumption for people like me. Or maybe you as well. So yeah, I, I wouldn't. I yeah, it'll be weird. It's a choice. It's yeah. a choice. No matter what, it is. It always falls down to to the choice. Like if I wanted to come on stream every day doing my makeup like this, anybody who's here from my channel knows I do not look like this ninety percent of the time. No, I I'm watched usually last like night. yeah, no makeup, hair up, hair to the side, like hoodie, t-shirt, hoodie, like no sitting, bra, like, <laughs> like I, I'm a straight up troll when I actually play video games and. You know what? I came to that realization because f- four years ago, like I would, oops, I just smacked my mic. I would get ready every single day for stream. I'd do my hair, do my makeup. I would wear something cute and I'd do well. But then when I actually started, actually, like I got a real job again and I was working full time, I did not have the energy to do it. It's so much work. Oh my gosh. I did not have, I still don't even have the energy to do it now. Yeah. Like I, I, I have makeup on right now too, but I'm just like, oh, I don't, I don't do much as a foundation. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, it's, I don't want to do this. It's, 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 it's exhausting. And yeah. I, you know, what's funny is I saw my numbers drop. Mm. I saw my numbers drop because I was not putting myself to, like fully together and looking all cutesy and curly and, you know, like having like a, like kind of like a V-neck t-shirt on. And even now on nights that I like do my makeup and I like post a cute selfie on like social media instant numbers and i'm like what god dang it yeah but, but you know what's funny is i know that and that's my choice is i choose i want to get on stream and do makeup i want to look cute i want to look fierce tonight mm-hmm. is it gonna bring me more viewers yeah 
I'm gonna do it. Like, that's my choice. But I still choose to also be the freaking troll every other weekday or, or you know, every that other day. And like, remind that. me that of that one TikTok video or that one song by uh, Jenna Marble. It's like, you have three looks. A homeless yeah, three man. Looks, three looks, three looks, three looks. And that's yeah, pretty it. Much. And I that's got a homeless, homeless man, 12 year old boy, and a hooker. <laughs> and that's it. it it's, and, that, and that's all I know how to do. God, that is so bad. I know that entire thing by heart. <laughs> But that's exactly it is in, in, you know, like during the, during the work day, I literally look like a homeless person. I'm sweats, bun, messy hair, like yeah. smeared makeup from the night before when I just literally wiped it off and went to bed. And then like, I go to stream. I'm a 12 year old boy. Cause I got a hoodie, pull hair pulled back, you know, finally wash my face. Um, and then I have my hooker nights, which are typically my, my Friday nights when I drink. Yeah. But that's my choice. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> It's, it's it's a weird thing for me for like I don't know like no one girls dress up and then you know, look all pretty and dazzle up and everything and people just get more viewers on it but uh, I don't know like it, if I was a girl again I would not know how I can make that decision it'd be a tough tough decision for me to do I would be like yeah it, it's like <sighs> and, and that's kind of where like I've had those moments where I'm like do I have my success be defined by my personality, by my content, or do I have my success defined by how pretty I look on stream, by how on fleek my eye, my eyebrows are, you know? And it's, it's just, I, I looked at both sides of the coin, and no matter what, you lose. So it's just picking one. It's the same I, with know, like social media content. It's like for my stuff, right? So right, like I when I post photos, I like. I know, I know my sexy photos are going to do so much better. Like, obviously. And every single time. And it's like, not that, again, it's not that we don't like it. You know, it's not that we don't mm -hmm. like to dress up. It's not like I don't like sexy photos. But like, that is not what I do. That, that's not the only thing that defines me, you know. I also take other, other portrait photos, other photos that I like. But mm -hmm. I have to do this balance thing where like, all right, some sexy photos here and there. That like, oh, I love this. Cool, cool, cool. You like this? Here, let me show you the other stuff that I like. And they're like, eh, yeah, we don't like that as much. Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. Don't worry. Some more sexy, some so, more sexy. But I would again, say that's one of the reasons why I kind of strayed away from the cosplay world too, is I felt like my cosplay wasn't too par with some unless I did some like super sexy ones. Um, I did like a poison ivy and I just felt so like exposed. I felt so exposed. And um, what I've noticed, what I also noticed too, is um, I, when I would work with uh, female photographers, um, uh, elite cosplay up in Seattle, love mm. working with them. Um, very respectful. It's all about the creative art. And then there was another, there was another guy that I shot with for my um, Poison Ivy one. He was a little weird, iffy, as mm. in like, hey, pull pull your unitard down just a little bit more, and to give yourself like like higher cleavage. And I'm just like, ah. Is it, but is it for the photos? Is it for him or like I something think, you can't tell? I, right? Like the, yeah. like the photo that I ended up taking looked fucking bomb. But at the same time, I'm like, my nipples mm. were one inch away from popping out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like very, very uncomfortable. And then I remember I did <laughs> uh, an evolution kind of like boudoir set with a bunch mm -hmm. of girls. And <sighs> that was probably one of like the moments <laughs> that I was, I think that was probably like one of the last cosplays I ever did was I was Glaceon at FanimeCon. I did an ev evolution set with a bunch of girls. And like, mm -hmm. we're all like, kind of like sexually, like four or five of us sexually posed on a bed. And there's six men at the edge of the bed, all taking photos of us at the same time. And I'm like, this is, 
not what I wanted cosplay to be. And and yes, that it does not need to be that. But the problem with is I feel like a lot of people don't find success unless they put themselves into that inappropriate or uncomfortable position, especially for women cosplayers. Yeah, and that's the problem with like I feel like young girls, both for streaming and cosplaying. Oh my gosh, the, the number of times that I've seen like boudoir sets of girls who are under the age of 18 yeah. for anime and for cosplay. I just, it's weird. Why? It's so weird. And but they say so every like all the time I actually survey like younger new cosplayer coming into the scene. I wanted to know like what is their perspective on cosplay? Like what what does it look like for you? What is the success and what do you have to do to get that success? And I feel like oftentimes is that they feel like they're pressured they have to do that kind of loot. Again, as I say, is it mm-hmm. empowering? Or is it like a trap that makes them feel like they have to do this in order to be successful? It's kind of like yeah, yeah, and, and I, absolutely. I, 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 right there. I'm totally with you because I felt mm-hmm. like it was a trap that I. It was the only way that I could find success as a cosplayer. Um, but at the same time, like it was still my choice. I still could have yeah. done so many other cosplays out there. But then again, at the same time, I look at all the popular animes that I was really getting into, and mm-hmm. they're all dressed very lewdly, and I'm like, I can't cosplay this. <laughs> So you yeah, know? Like, it's, it's strange. And as a photographer, actually, I don't like working with uh, new. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that it's, it takes a lot more time to work with new model or cosplayer who has never done loot before. So that's why mm. I, I I don't get when people want to push young people to do loot. It's like if they don't feel comfortable, they will not look comfortable. You know, yeah. it's it's really awkward for everybody. Yeah, I actually, I still have the photos from that that, that, that Glaceon set. And I think there's only like one photo that I actually ever like published okay. because I, I, I did not feel comfortable and you can see it in my mm-hmm. face and in the way I was posing. I was just not comfortable in that at all. And the only one where I was comfortable was literally where I have like my hand across my chest going like this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like covering myself half the way. And it's, I, it was one of those, I just did not feel very comfortable. And yeah, I think it's. I think it actually it it is a product of you know this like idea of like the social pressure that you have to be success- sexy to be successful. Um, you know, especially in you know dominated fields like cosplay and and streaming and such, is that you have mm. to be sexy, sexy or hot or cute or whatever to be successful. Um, we fall into it. You you feed into it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know like guy will come on stream oh you look really cute today oh thank you you know i might kind of like look over in a stream and be like fix the hair i feed you feed into it you may not notice it but you do someone the other um, day said like oh he he's he's got nice hair i said like oh hello hi you're saying <laughs> so i know so and we like compliments you know that's that's Ah, that's just kind of trap that we kind of fall into. This, this, this industry feeds off of it. The industry feeds off and of compliments. And we keep seeing it too. And- like, we keep seeing our friends who, like, uh, friends or people we don't know, like, getting into streaming and then they start doing loot as well. Uh, and then they got, they, their number jump up, like, instantly. Like, out of nowhere, you know? And you're just kind of like, yep. I've been doing this for five years. Like, you, you have, you know, your daytime job, so it's different. But for some people who, this is their full time, they might have been grinding for five years. And then suddenly they see a new girl who come in, who just started like two months ago, but instantly have like lots more mm-hmm. viewers, a lot more like, Twitter followers. Then you're starting to really question yourself. Like, am I doing the right thing? Like, I feel like- Do I need to it, do this too? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's either all in or nothing. I feel yeah. like it's, it's, yeah. 
Like it, you it, it totally ways, is. Yeah. There's so many people that I know that have gone all in as well. Not so much on like this, like the sexy lewd kind of like stuff, but they go mm -hmm. all in with everything they have and they just can't succeed. And it's kind of one of those, like, it sucks mm. that they, they're not seeing success. And it's like, man, if I hate to say it, it's like, if they would, you know, make themselves look better, they might, you know, and I, uh -huh. I, I've fallen victim to this myself as I, you know, I, there, I had another girlfriend of mine. She was, you know, not succeeding very well on Twitch and then it moved to Mixer and finding a lot of success. And I told her at one point, I was like, hey, you know, she has, she has some piercings. I was like, hey, girl, I, like, I want to let you know, like, you do what you want. But I was like, those piercings do come off kind of like immature. And mm. uh, I, I hate myself that I said this then. I think I was really drunk when I ended up telling her, to be honest. Um, I was like, I was like, you are absolutely adorable. I fucking love you. I was like, but I, I was like, honestly, you have such a pretty face. You don't need, you know, the all these like lip piercings and stuff. I hate mm -hmm. that I even said that now because I'm very much like, I got a septum piercing. I'm getting my ears pierced. I might get my eyebrows shaved off. You know, like I'm very much like full body, full free spirit right now. Uh -huh. And I look back and I'm like, man, I can't believe I said that. Um, but the problem is, is I also wasn't wrong. Mm -hmm. Is that she probably would have found more success if she had feminized her, like her look and to not be as much as harsh. Because mm -hmm. if you go to, go onto a stream and a girl's like super like, Mm -hmm. Rud out. God, quite honestly, people won't stick around. It's, if anything, it's, uh, again, like what I always say is, we most of us are not the top of the top. You know, if you're a ninja, you could literally wear whatever you want. You change your hair to green. I don't care, even though your hair is blue. Doesn't matter. If you're a ninja, you can do whatever the f you want. But if you are most of us who are just in, you know, middle, even the top people do that. But we're supplying to demand, like whatever people decide they like, we kind of do that as, you know, like as much as you want to do whatever you want, mm -hmm. yes, you can do that. But if you want to chase after specific success, you have to supply a demand. There's only so few people that yep. can create demand. And same for cosplayer. I say it all the time too. It's like, yeah, like most of them are just, because guys always complain like, oh, they only do sexy loot to make money. I'm like, yeah, it's capitalism. If you start paying them yeah. to do other stuff, they'll do exactly that. You want them to wear card box? <laughs> Done. Pay them the yep. money, they're more than happy to work. Which card I've box. actually worn a card card box for a a uh, a cosplay. I I legitimately went to Fanime as a Rubik's Cube. I haven't seen it, but You haven't yeah. seen my Rubik Oh my gosh, I don't think so. Yeah, it, it was it later, was yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say I'll show you later. I went to, I went to Fanime Con as a Rubik's Cube. I legitimately built a Rubik's Cube and I wore it to a convention center and people fucking loved it. But Dude. the problem is nobody would actually give me money for it unless I was very much yep. like I wore nothing underneath the cube just and made it very like boudoir. <laughs> just you know, just like legs, stocking, and lace. Then people yeah. might have bought it, but like it's like it's, have you it's, seen it's that, really the no face uh, cosplay. It's a very popular photo. Is it no face? The one, the thing from Spirit Away, the one that like give money. Yeah, yeah. But there's it's, a picture it's, yeah, of it. It's just it's like one legs very sexy out. Leg. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's very popular also too with like um uh with like uh. Ghostface from Scream, like having his like little, little sexy uh, legs and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so exactly, like just... people are just doing what you pay for. So you know, we're, we're... and and here's yeah. the thing too. Like as you were saying earlier, I do the same thing. I am much nicer, and I said this before, and people like were so confused. But I said on my own Facebook, so personal Facebook, is that I'm so much nicer to people I don't care for. <laughs> Like people that I don't know, I mean, I mean, people that I do know, like, and I care genuinely, I'll tell them like, 
hey, I don't think this would make sense. It's not going to work for your brand. Or like, oh, yep. you should do this instead because it's going to help you. Or like, in the yep. question, like I give them really genuine feedback. And having an Asian background, we're very direct. Like we don't hold back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very much like the term that they always say in Australia. You call your best friends cunts and you cunts, call the cunts yeah. mates. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, it's, it's exactly that. And yeah, yeah so, um, and you know, and I think that's something that it's, it comes from a genuine, like, heartfelt place when it's a friend's, like, telling you, bitch, that hair looks terrible. <laughs> because then, it, then it, that's them, it feels like it's, that's them looking out for you. It's not somebody judging you because that's their very first, like, impact of you. It's somebody mm-hmm. saying, like, girl, your hair looks damn messed up. Let me get you the number of my stylist. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it comes from a genuine heartfelt place that like, I want you to succeed and I don't want you to do better. And I, and I, cause I know you can be better. And, and that to me just speaks volumes over somebody that's just going to pass judgment on you because I have a bad haircut one day or a bad hairstyle one day. But you see this at conventions and in those LA parties all the time. It's like, Oh my God, you look amazing. And I'm like, no, she doesn't, <laughs> but I can't say that. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. And I just say, hi, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I've noticed that too. Is it's, there's very, there's, there's been times I, and like, I will actually openly say this. There was a streamer that she and I did not get along for years. And I literally mean years because, um, we dated the same guy, but we never spoken ah. to each other. It was just one of those, like, is I think she weird? hates me. I think she hates me. So I'm going to hate her. And we mm. both had that same kind of like feeling where we just never talk, but in person, hi, how are you? I'm turn around. <laughs> like it's, it's exactly that. And then at one, at one point we were at like this barbecue together, like at a friend's place. And I was like, oh my God, she's going to be here. Oh, like just, I was like so upset. And then we went, we went for a walk and like, we had such a heartfelt conversation that had nothing to do with Twitch, nothing to do with streaming or nothing to do with like that person that was ever involved. And I was like, holy crap, I passed judgment on her so freaking fast. And like her and I became friends. And, you know, I, I went through a really, really shitty thing like a year and a half ago. She, mm-hmm. she was the only person to reach out to me and ask me if I was okay and saying, hey, like, I know you're going through a hard time. We're having game night at my house next week. You're more than welcome to come. And I was just like, it's so funny how the people that we sometimes pass judgment on so fast can just be the nicest people. Mm-mm-mm. Oh yeah, I I so me in the cosplay world has a certain brand or certain personality. Like I'm sure a lot of people like fucking hate me like in the cosplay world, especially <gasps> photographers. It, it happens a lot, and I they all want to be you. I I don't blame them. You know, I get it. <laughs> like sometimes I come off kind of bad too. I totally get it, but. I let them judge me on like, you know, I'm still very nice to them. It's really strange. I'm like, I'm trying to be nice to them, but I mean, maybe to them, they don't see us nice. It's okay. But I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just let you, let you believe what you want to believe. It, it helps justify it too. You know, sometimes like, oh, he is, he has, he found success in cosplay photography. He must also be an asshole. That's the only way they can able to justify that I'm old. I mean, here's the thing I keep telling people and people don't understand for us is that we got lucky I mean, yes, we work really hard too, but I got, at least for me, I know for sure, I got lucky. I got in at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I know if I start a cosplay right now, photography, doesn't matter how good my photos are or how, whatever, I will not able to get to where I am right now. Like, mm-hmm. n- not even close. Same, same with all, a lot of like the original cosplayers, like Yaya Han, she's, she, I don't, mm-hmm. she doesn't do as much cosplay now, but she's turned it into her own brand where she has her own oh, cosplay yeah. products and cosplay like line for actual cosplayers now. 
Um, you know, and Jessica's still doing all of hers. She also does her YouTube and a bunch of other things. Um, it's like you needed to be in at the right at the right time. And the same thing with um like convention videographies, like um Axenel, I think is how you pronounce his mm -hmm. name on YouTube. He, his real name is Axen, last name Lee, so that's why you go by Axenel. Mm, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. Um he made one video, blew up from that video, and now like I, I remember like when I first started cosplaying, like that, that was like my dream to be like like in one Same. of his that was videos. many people, yeah. So it's that's pretty many funny. Dreams. Yeah, and it that, was like that, he was the one that I, kind of like started oh, that kind of he started trend. videography. Yeah. Cosplay videography is all him. He started it. He's the OG. Um, yep. It's funny because like when he got a girlfriend, he took everything down. Like that's how I know when he's dating or not. When really? <laughs> yeah. Every time I see him at a con, I'm like, oh, it's nice to be single again, aren't single. you? <laughs> yeah. Because whenever oh he's dating someone, I don't see him at all. But whenever he's not dating anyone, it's like, oh, he's back in the scene. So he's back now a bit. Uh, but yeah, like his stuff is really good too. Like, and he care about the art itself too, you know? Oh yeah. Like, and it's, it's fun. And I wanted to be in one of the videos very early on. And I did as well. So that was fun. And later I know him and it's like, oh, he's, he's an asshole, but he's a cool kind of asshole. Like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah. It, it's just that it's like, you either have to be there at the right time or create the niche yourself. Yeah. And it's so hard. It's so hard to create that demand or that i mean because you have to be very innovative you have to create mm -hmm. something that people didn't know they want and yeah so like, oh that's the thing yeah and what, one of the things that definitely like makes me think of that are um character streamers um you know like dr disrespect is mm -hmm. one of the biggest ones but when dr disrespect started gaining um traction we saw a lot of character streamers kind of like populate um mm -hmm. what's the what's the one that uses like the the shiba inu as like i can't remember his name i follow him no idea. <laughs> so somebody, so a guy actually uses like face rig and he's, um, he's a complete Shiba Inu and mm -hmm. it's, he's actually hilarious the way he like brings like this like animated character to life just because it's like auto populating his Shiba Inu on his face. Um, and then there's another one called Car um, Cardboard Cowboy. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> if anybody ever here checks him out, top notch, some of the best production I've ever seen on Twitch. Hands down. Hands but down, bar none. So Part they nine. have to create that kind of like a, that personality all of, effect. Yeah. All of his overlays, his entire outfit, everything is made out of cardboard. Oh my God. He, from his neck down, he wears a green screen suit and he has a green screen behind him. So his, his entire body is like a cardboard cutout that he like photoshopped and put on his stream. Like, I mean, he, he's, he has cardboard animations. He has um, a, um, a, um, a sidekick named, named Douglas. Like, it's some of the best things I've ever, ever seen. But it was like... So much work. It's amazing, though. It's, there's so much work, but they're creating that niche that you, once mm -hmm. you watch, you can't stop watching. And we saw this with, like, GTA Five roleplay with no pixel. As everybody was watching no pixel. And then, um, like, uh, Vader, who created Eugene, and Spaceball, who created Mel, creating, like, the Prune Gang, like, a bunch of, like grandpa's running around gta 5 pretending like being gangsters um like that was a niche they created and then that suddenly became like the thing you had to be a no pixel and like getting into no pixel is almost a three-hour wait now so is just it, log into the server do you think it's easier now to stream or is it harder now uh with harder. Or without pandemic because what it's, too many people too oh many before creators? the pandemic no no even with or without pandemic situation it's like, it, like, it depends because it it fully also depends on what you play um mm -hmm. it depends on what kind of content you're creating um like when animal crossing first came out i think i played nothing but animal crossing for like the first like three weeks and that uh -huh. was it um and i noticed that my numbers were actually doing 
better the more I kept playing because everybody plays it for the first week and then everybody stops playing it. Mm. Um, you know, and it just my numbers were doing better. And I I created a freaking strip club in my on my island and it was hilarious. And the video went viral and it got picked up by by um by an article. And it just mm. it was one of those things where it's like you don't know when you're gonna make it. It just it it'll just happen. Um, did I make it? No, but it was still a really funny funny moment. But it's it's streaming in general is so hard because it's such a saturated market. There's over 20 million people who log in every day to watch Twitch. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Every single day. 20 million 20 million people are logging in to watch Twitch. And I think that the statistic was somewhere around like 30,000 content creators are going live every day. Now, mm-hmm. like where, where are people going to go? Where are they going to find their content? What kind of content are they going to like? And then this also comes down to like, as I mentioned, what kind of game? There's a very specific game out there called Dead by Daylight. Those people who watch Dead by Daylight only watch Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I kid you not. You can be the most successful streamer in Dead by Daylight. As soon as you switch games, you'll go from 5,000 to 200 viewers like that. And there are niches. There are communities. There are games where people will only watch that game. The people will only tune into streamers when they watch um, when they play did specific you, games. Did you ever get sick of a game, but you know you're gonna do better, so you still have to play it? Oh yeah, <coughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, that's how it was for H1Z1. I, I you know I got partnered playing H1Z1, and I just kept playing it, and I just got so sick of it. But I felt like I had to keep coming back to it because that's what my channel wanted. But it got mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, I mentally just could not play that game anymore. And I stopped playing it. I went from like 200 concurrence to 20. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been slowly just trying to build it back up. And and that's one of the reasons why like I try to push anybody that I know stream variety. Because mm-hmm. variety is one of the best things to, to get into. Because you can play any game and have five to hundred viewers every night. And people are going to watch you for you, not just for the mm-hmm. game. They'll watch you for you. They'll watch you for your game. Um, not and, and not for your game, and it's and 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 that's where I where I say like anybody who's looking to get into variety, start off your your broadcast with what you normally play. Play it for four mm-hmm. hours, and then tell everybody we're gonna end the, the last two hours of the stream with a different game. Oh well, mm-hmm. why why do that? Well, it you're, you you usually hit peak viewership about four hours into a broadcast. At that peak viewership, that's when you want to switch over. You want to want to want to know why? Because you're higher up in the direct in the directory. You're higher up in discoverability. So if, if it's the first time you're ever playing like the hunt showdown, for, as an example, mm-hmm. you'll be the top, you'll be like one of the top 10 people that'll populate. You're mm-hmm. more likely to be clicked on because you have more viewers because you are being at the very top. Now, let's say 20 people click onto that stream to come watch you. Five of them actually really like you and start coming back every night. Now do that with every single game that you try. You're going to build a community that is there for you and your personality and not for the game. I and feel like I've it's been such do- a scary thing. Like I, I streamed before oh, too, as you said. At the fourth hour, as you said, it's, like, it's getting. It's like, I was about to like, I'm done for the day, but then like fourth hour ends, like it started peaking. Like, Viewership. why are you all coming in now? Why? Mm-hmm. And like, I guess but, I'll keep yep. playing. Ugh, I guess I'll do it. Be- best time to cut off a stream is six hours. Because you, you get that peak viewership, you hold on to it for a little bit, but usually anything over eight hours, you start to fall off. Not only that, but you're getting tired, you're getting a little burnt out because being on camera, being in front of these these lights mm-hmm. and these lights and everything, you as much as you're not a personality, you're still performing. You're still there. You're still on screen. I mean, and regardless, even talking, talking to a friend, even one-on-one for four or five hours, it's going to be really mm-hmm. tiring. It's draining a little bit, especially most yeah. of you guys are introverts. 
When I say you oh, guys, yeah. I mean like most of most streamers. I'm different. Yeah. I'm an extrovert, so I love talking <laughs> to people. Like I joke about this all the time that I have this show just so I can talk to someone. Like we're not even live, you know. Maybe we're just like, haha, yeah. We were podcast. before yeah. we even went live. You and I were like just talking about movies and like all that kind of stuff and like directors and and mm -hmm. yeah, it's the same way. I'm so I'm actually very much an introvert, but I have extroverted tendencies. So there are times where like there will be like a span of like three weeks where I'm super like gun ho on stream and then like a week or two where i'm just like very spotty on when i'm streaming because i just feel so socially drained mm -hmm. um, and that's how i am when i go to conventions is i'll go to the conventions i'm all out for three days i come home and i just want to sleep for like 48 hours because i'm just so socially drained i'm so i feel so just kind of like torn apart that's what it feels yeah. like to be an introvert and put yourself in extroverted areas you feel kind of like oh my gosh i don't know what to do <laughs> Because, like, uh, for introverts, and I know how that feels, too, uh, right right before you have to force to talk to someone new, it's a little bit anxious, you know, that, that feeling that, oh, no, I have to, be, like, get performed. Okay. It's kind of like a performed feeling, even though you're not yeah. on stage. That's how it feels. I'm an extrovert, so it's different. It excites me, you know? So Oh, no. I know. It's been two months. I'm stuck at home, and I have not able to done that. So I'm actually really low energy now because I'm not, not, I'm not able to recharge. It's been two mm -hmm. months of no recharging. I was supposed to go to a convention every other week this year. But here yeah. I am stuck. No, I, I'm there with you. Is that going to those social things, they it recharges you. For me, it like recharges me. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good for a while. Nobody talked to me. And yeah. then like I'm, a month later, I'll crawl out of my home and be like, okay, come hug me. Um <laughs> That's why for, uh, for, for introverts going to concert, yep, I did my stuff of the month for the for the two months. Yep. I, I got I might think I like no, it's like for me, it's like, please, I need this every other week. Yeah, and it, it gets to a point where like um being being an introvert is you really enjoy your alone time the more you get alone time. Is yeah. you, especially being but in like convention space. But then you space. get used to it, but you know you should not be. Like, yeah, like, and, and that's, pro that's probably been the hardest part of this pandemic is like, I'm okay with being alone, but I don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. and, and, like, and that's my thing. It's like, I, I haven't seen another human being outside my roommate for three months. Yeah, my I think my oh. house there enjoy it. They're all introverts and uh, especially one of them, they're like, the only reason he want to go out is because he's being told not to, but not because he want to. But even that, he still rarely doesn't go out. So, but I'm just finding skills. Like, I will just go to In-N-Out. I might even do that later tonight just so I can see a new person. Ooh, In-N-Out sounds kind of good, not going to lie. Yeah, good. And they open okay, to 1 a.m. Animal style? Sometimes. I don't know yet. I mean, I I can, can, animal I can, style is the only way to eat In-N-Out. You kind of similar to me. We can eat as much as we want. Kind of. Like, for me, it doesn't affect me at all. Oh, it affects me. Oh, it does not. I'm like, I'm good. I can. I, I'm just, I'm just really like stationary and stagnant. So I, I did four years of volleyball in, in uh -huh. high school, like varsity, all that. So I was like, I was like really good freaking body, good little booty too. And then I went to college and then I started working and then I started streaming and I'm, I literally sit in this chair from 9am until midnight. When I first met you, you were so skinny. Mm-hmm. I was like, Thanks. I'm worried too. <laughs> not saying you're not right now. Yeah. All right, bye guys. Ending the play. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was very much that. I just you can be on a, a very like like I have a fast metabolism. So yeah, when I because I had a much more active lifestyle, I was in a much mm. but you know better physical physical body and everything like that. Now I'm a very stagnant lifestyle where I'm literally sitting in my chair. The only time I ever leave or go for a walk is when I take my dog out. I'm just moving all the time in general just me as a person like i would run around even in my own house i would just run to the fridge run back 
Like, I don't know why, it's just me. So, not a problem. Uh, so maybe that's why I don't get fat. But it's so hard oh for me God. to actually gain weight. Like, I would have to force really? myself to eat. I'd force myself to work out if I wanted to. I have so been- So that's been the hardest thing is I want to tone up. I want to like get muscle. Um, but every time I talk to a trainer, they're like, oh yeah, you need to like hardcore push protein and calories. And I'm like- Yeah. I'm a bird when I eat. Like, I will order the biggest fucking plate in front of me, but I'll take two hours to eat it because I just oh like God. to like, because I, I like to like slowly eat, enjoy it, talk, watch a movie, do something else, <laughs> come back, pick up some more food. I'm a snacker. That's what I am is I'm a snacker mm -hmm. is I, I like, I will grab more food when I go out to eat so I can take it home and eat it later. <laughs> <laughs> but then it would be cold. Would it be too no, cold look at a microwave. But then get you have to do that like every fifteen minutes. <laughs> no. Also, I don't mind. I don't mind some food cold. I don't mind some food cold at all. See, I just don't really like food in general. Like, I feel like it's more of a it's like sleeping. You know, like oh my I, god, you're exactly my roommate. My roommate, I, like I'm, all, I'm always like, what do you want to eat? He goes, I don't know. I was like, well, what do you feel like? He goes, I don't know. He goes, he goes. Actually, he goes, I hate eating. He goes, I just, I only eat so I can survive. Survive exactly. Like, yes, yeah. I have to eat. Not because I want to. I just like, it's never sleeping. Like, I don't want to sleep. I want to do other stuff. But I've spent like six hours sleeping every night just so that I could be alive and do other stuff. It's just eating and sleeping is so I can get to the next point for me to do more stuff. I understand stuff. the sleeping part. I love sleeping because I feel so rested. But I look at like how much more crap I can get done in the day if I yeah. did not need to sleep. And I'm just like, man, I wish we had like eight more hours in the day. For someone who doesn't like sleeping, I'm really bad at waking up though. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> I, I'm the person where like I literally set three alarms on my phone, two alarms on my like Google and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. I'm Alexa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So funny. That stuff won't wake me up. But the leaf blower and the power washer at 730 this morning did. <laughs> oh, that, that annoyed me. Yeah. That annoyed I, mean, me I don't know. So Whoever much. designed human was like, you know what? We give them 24 hours a day, but one third of their life, they're going to sleep and do absolutely nothing. I, I know, right? It, it's it's, yeah. it's like you're you're gonna have that's a lot of time. It, one third of is. your life, eight hours of, like out of twenty four hours, it's one third, thirty three percent of your life. Just like hmm, not doing anything, stationary, so yeah. sleep. It's a bad design. That's what it is. It's a bad design. Game design. Game's okay, broken. It Steam review bomb it. Do it, guys. Speaking of design and game, is yes. there like a streamer simulator game? A good one, at least. Oh, a streamer simulator? I, think I feel the, like that would be such a fun game to play and also stream. So like, the, imagine the, go for different the stage. closest one, and now now that I'm thinking of it, like I'm like, oh, I really want to play it. Uh, Sims, The Sims 4. So uh -huh. Sims 4 in recent updates actually had it where you can actually live stream on the computer. And as they're like gaming and playing, you see like $1 pop up above their heads, $2 pop up above their heads. They can be influencers. So they can have like a Simstagram. And the more Simstagram followers they get, uh, they can literally like, you can literally have an Instagram or a Simstagram for your pet in the game. And you can actually make <sighs> money off of it being an influencer. You can vlog. You can, you literally have to get your Sim angry and then have them go film an angry vlog. What? And then they're like, oh, I'm so happy I got that done. And then you have them edit it. And then, and then you can have you actually click on their like ad transitions and like it's insane. It's all in the Sims Four. So instead of doing it yourself, you do you're making a Sim character to do it. Yes, <laughs> I get it. And, but and, like, uh, yes, why not and, just do and, it yourself? 
Well, I mean, like, you can literally stream yourself streaming your sim being a streamer. Pretty meta. <laughs> pretty, pretty darn meta. And then the funny thing is, too, is, like, you can literally have, like, their actual stream room be, like, all decked out. But as soon as they go in their living room, it's, like, the cheapest couch, the cheapest TV. Like, their kitchen is completely empty, just full Trash. of pizza boxes. Like, strip, that's a streamer. That's real life, yeah. But I feel like it's, it'll be such a fun so game. Fun. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I need to check it out. Maybe Sim already got it done. But yeah, like you have to go through all the progress. Like they should make a game particularly just for streamer. Like, you know, going through the stages of getting sponsored, you know, getting annoyed like, by G Fuel like, and it- then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like it kind of gives you like a prompt where it's like, do you want to join this stream team or this stream team? One of them is yeah. like, give you like greater this and that might be interesting. And you can actually have a real company to help sponsor it too. Like, oh, do you want an in-game Elgato stream like? Some Liv? Mm-hmm. Some, some uh, Philip Hughes? Yeah, do you want the Philip Hughes? Do you want your Elgato lights? And it's like, um, it, it's it's kind of like Bandersnatch. That's the mm-hmm. best way to do it. It's like Bandersnatch. Yeah. Do your own Choose story, your but do your own stream. Choose your mm-hmm. own stream. Where mm-hmm. you're like, um, I'm going to go ahead and get with the Philips Hue. Or I'm going to go with like this like cheap knockoff version of like, like the Elgato key light. And it's like, um, congratulations on your new light 12 hours into your stream. Oh, no, you have an outage because it like it had like a, it, it like crossed the wires or something and just something crazy. And it's like, well, now you're out $300 and you have no power and you can't stream. What do you do next? And you can make money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a I high pull- replayability. Yeah. I pull out my phone and I start streaming from mobile. Yeah, so I feel I like I really want to make this game, Martin. Let's talk. I want to make this let's, game let's now. Talk. Let's make it happen. There's so much possibility and so much fun to watch it. And then, dude, we oh, can pitch man. it to an, an indie dev, and I think we can we can get it. Oh, we can definitely do it. But yeah, so <sighs> if if they have if they have the what the, the dating simulator games, daddy daddy dater, so daddy, daddy no oh, dream God. daddy. It's dream such a daddy, weird thing. Yeah. Dream daddy because like. I'm not sure to explain it to people who have no idea about it because super seduction. Of- that's the that's the game I'm thinking about. <laughs> super what? seduction. I can't, there's a game out there called Super Seduction or something like that. It is literally actors. It's like actually filmed where it's like a guy on a date with this girl, and you have to pick if he does A or B. And if he chooses A, she reacts one way. If you do B, she reacts another. So it like oh, it changes the story. But it's like actual live acting. It's yeah, actually yeah, yeah, before. Oh, but I never played that one. I didn't know the dating one. I know the uh, the crime ones. You know, where to go through all the footage, decide like you know mm-hmm. who's the who's the criminal have, and all kind of stuff. Have you played the uh, KFC Colonel Sanders That's dating what, simulator? I, I haven't played, but I was gonna talk about it up. I was like, dude, KFC. Like, have you actually seen it, their Instagram? I haven't, but you know it's what? The ridiculous. game's actually not bad. The game was it's not bad. actually bad. KFC did such an amazing job on this. Like next, like like, like right after Wendy's. Wendy's is more like Twitter good at it, mm-hmm. but. Oh my god, KFC Instagram, for the longest time, I'm not sure they took it down. They have a virtual influencer and he like always like shirtless all the time. It's like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like we're a buff, young looking KFC. Like he still got the white hair, but he looked really charming and very good looking. I'm oh like, yeah. Ooh. No, it's absolutely I remember I was, I was hanging out with a friend and we were just joking, we're like, let's play the KFC dating dating simulator. And when we did, like right before we like jumped hardcore in, we straight up Uber Eats KFC. We so ordered they, like they got you. Oh yeah, I mean, first of all, they have some of the best chicken pot pies. You guys can't argue that. So you, like, we order like chicken pot pie, and like, oh, so we're like sitting here eating our fucking pot pie, <laughs> like while dating Colonel Sanders. It was stupid, but no, it works. And and like, and it's one. That's one thing that I love seeing are brands like traditional brands that are known, like mm-hmm. set in their ways, branching out and doing stuff like that. It's it's that mean, we have such influence oh. in. 
because like we are yes. having that that like the whole new, especially with pandemic going on. I feel like they started mm-hmm. to realize, oh, we can you know do this that makes sense. That's actually what people want now. The newer generation, you know, they want dream daddies. Like, why don't we make Colonel into <laughs> I mean, another daddy? Is, yeah, this is this has been actually huge in the the streaming side as well, is because some of these major organizations who's um like run walks because you got to think about it there's so many different like organizations that host like their their marathons or their their walkathons mm-hmm. all across the country you know like you'll hear it like multiple times like for example like relay for life saint jude uh make a wish they always are hosting um run walks everywhere mm-hmm. and those things would bring in tens of millions if not hundreds of millions of dollars are now canceled Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. now they're all looking to well, we have to do this digitally. We have to go virtual somehow. And when you type in digital fundraising, who's the number one platform that comes up? Tiltify. Twitch. So and Tiltify. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm platform. talking about the streaming platform. Okay. I didn't know which I'm talking, platform I'm talking about, about the fundraising platform. Okay, the fundraising part. There you go. Tiltify. Yeah, I so. feel like this is this is a really long ad that we've been doing this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's just one of those ones where it's like that's just an example of so many companies, organizations are seeing that there is power in the digital space. There's mm-hmm. so much power in the oh, digital space. Have, in fact, like, the streaming world have raised so much money in the last few years, like for charity mm-hmm. stuff. It's ridiculous. Like I don't think they oh, realize it. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, and it's, even, it's actually like, insane to see how much money, how much like money and power is behind streamers. Like they don't even they, understand. There's still so many people who do not understand. There are people who stream for a living, and there are some people making really good money streaming millions of dollars millions. a month yeah like yeah and that's one thing that you got to understand is i'm not saying i'm not saying all but of course not it's a very, there are there are exists. some high tier streamers with a lot of viewers and a lot of subs um you know it's well known that partners get a 50 50 cut mm-hmm. certain streamers have a 70 um 70 30 cut meaning that they're making 70% of each sub. So they're making a higher cut, which means, okay, so like that five person who has 5,000 subs, they're making probably close to $15,000 plus each month. Yep. That's yep. not including and on top shit. of that. That's not including mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And then they're getting sponsorship deals. It's, it's insane to kind of think about the kind of money that is actually behind some of the top streamers that they're, some of that them are, are so young. So young, they're like under twenty five, and I'm like, "You're a millionaire every year." I'm like, "I don't remember the last time I was or will ever be a millionaire." <laughs> Start like crying. No, I, I I look at my paycheck and I'm like, "Yay! I got I got two hundred dollars more this paycheck!" Like I get excited, you know. Yeah, um, I can buy more food. Just, it, uh, but one well, thing that like, scares me, one thing that scares me more than anything is, yes, streaming is becoming more and more popular at an exponential rate. Um, people are so willing to sign contracts without reading them. Oh, yeah. And we're seeing this more and more and more and exclusivity clauses, likeness clauses. Read your contracts, guys. I'm telling you, they're so important. You need to understand what you're signing away because you could literally be signing away your entire content. You can be signing away 50% of everything you ever make for the rest of your life. Content. Oh, yeah. There's just one company who gave me some of the light, um, like actually light, like physical light, uh, mm-hmm. photo shoot, photography lights. And the person who's doing it is new. So he definitely did not know how influencer marketing work. Uh, I read the contract. I 
And I told them, I'm not gonna sign it because you're telling me any content I created using those lights belong to you. It's like, no, that's all my content. That doesn't make sense. I have mm -hmm. no problem doing maybe a shout out, shout out or what, whatsoever, but you cannot own the content that I created. That made me do not wanna use any of your stuff because yeah. then you own the right to it. Um, right? So hopefully they're yeah, not they watching. Had the, they had the verbiage, they have the right to use it for you know promotional sure. purposes. That's, That's different, but you always want to yeah. make sure too that your likeness clause or whatever that is, ends when the contract is terminated because mm -hmm. you don't want them to keep using your, um, your content and make profit Forever. off of you when you're no longer a part of that contract. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. and, and if anything, my, you set a time, oh. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what scares like, me so much by seeing so many young people coming into this industry is they're going to be, they're so willing to join, you know, top orgs, like, like a hundred thieves and all that, that they're, they're willing to sign contracts, you know, and not know what they're doing and sign like, away know, so much deal stuff. That's like, yeah, let's put out this drink. There, logo. there was, yeah, there was a, um, last year, actually, there's uh, apparently like, it, like, um, small time, like, um, indie movie maker was trying to make a horror movie around streaming and was reaching out to a bunch of streamers. Mm. And um, I was like, oh yeah, this sounds like really interesting. And they're like, send me some more information. So they sent me some more information. They're like, well, if you're interested, here's a contract. And they sent me it. And I read through it and it, it simply said like, we will, we have the right to use like your name, your, your, your image, your content, your, your voice, like likeness of your voice. So literally they could have in the movie, like somebody watching a, the stream, it cuts away from the stream. And then somebody who's able to uh, impersonate my voice can say racist things or whatever. And that's on mm -hmm. as me. Yeah. And, and they had full control on how I would be presented in the movie. And I was like, I don't like that. So nope. I told them, no, thank you. And that's why it's so important to read things and, um, and, and, and understand what you're reading and understand that not every company that is offering you a contract is out for your best interest because ultimately what's going to, what's their best most interest? Of the time is that it's their <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of the time pocket. it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's more like for them to making sure you deliver what they wanted so they can profit mm -hmm. from what it is. And in return, they give you some money for it. Like it, it makes sense. Yep. So, yep, and and that's when that's why you're seeing a lot a lot more like affiliation and partnerships and not sponsorships. Is is there's not many content creators that that they see out there that they can get a turn on dollar by actually handing somebody money to you know promote their 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 company. That's why I kind of hate the whole uh those like a link. I don't take link. them anymore. I don't yeah. take them anymore. Because I mean, I'm working. I, for I them. have like one right now, but I'm even looking to terminating that one. Um, yeah. I just don't. I just don't use their product anymore. I, and I, I like lump sum better. Meaning, like, hey, you know, you you give me five grand, and then like, you know, I'll do whatever with with it, and then like, no, I promote this product. We we do like five posts, whatever. We're done. You know, that's it. Yeah. Instead mm -hmm. of like continuous things, and because like I don't want to be like always. I feel like I'm working for a company at that point. Yeah. And they just making money regardless. They don't have to do anything. You know, and they make money every mm -hmm. time you try to make money, and just kind of like, eh, eh, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It just it feels like very sellout y, you know? Um, yeah. And, and and I think that's that's another thing too, is like people need to understand like FDC guidelines. Like, for example, every single person that was giving out those keys for Crucible that launched today, we mm -hmm. all were told like, hey, you need to disclose that you guys were given codes, that you guys were given free product, that you guys are given being given the founders pack, which is like a, is like a forty dollar value. You need to disclose that you guys are doing this. People don't. And the number Most of people of I saw did not. And I was like, oh my God, why? 
Come on, on guys. The, on your end, as long as you told them, you did tell them, then you're good. But on their end, they need to. That's on their. Here's the thing: like FTC doesn't know how to deal with it, though. They, I know they have fine a few people to make example out of them. But like it's even a weird even just situation. getting free product, like you don't yes. have to actually get um, money in pocket. But it's considered fair market value. Is that mm-hmm. um, as an example? Like when I first was m- moved to my new place, I tweeted out like I was like, "Hey, I'm moving into a new place. I can't wait for it." Google actually reached out to me and said, "Hey, we want to send you a gift for moving." And I'm like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Google okay, so they ended up sending me like the the new, the new little Google Nest Hub. It's like got like all like the like the video feed mm. and everything on it. It's really awesome. Um, and I knew fair market value. This thing's almost like two hundred dollars. They're gonna expect me to put a tweet out about it. Well, I want to at least make that a good relationship. But I also have the responsibility to say that this was sent to me. I did not purchase it. I was not paid. Hashtag ad. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it, and that's the other thing too is like is hashtag ad considered viable enough to actually say it was sponsored because it wasn't it wasn't technically sponsored it is an advertisement here's a a funny thing too like um two things one is that i also got a gift card from uh, mcdonald's because some one time they screwed me on my fries so they sent me a gift card and a personalized letter and everything but like yeah according to our friends ftc you have to say you know it's like it's like no hashtag ad or something you have to announce it which is kind of strange you know it's kind of like an apologize thing but because yeah, I am that, a content that, creator, that, uh, technically, because I am a verified content creator on most platforms, then I guess it's kind of strange. Because here's the weird part, though. Like, at which point it is a sponsorship? And two different things, right? One that, mm-hmm. do you know, is it considered a sponsor or someone just want to give you something? And second of all, now you're going to have all these kids who actually didn't get things and pretend to be affiliated with companies that they're not affiliated with. Yep. And then like, that looks bad on those companies because... You know, I mean, they're not okay. approving the content that these affiliates are making, oh, the partners oh yeah, exactly. are making, etc. Yeah. What if they start making like racial slur and then like hashtag sponsored by, I don't know, Elgato? Then like, oh, Elgato. I mean, like, I it happens. I mean, we're seeing this huge thing right now with um, G Fuel and, Keem, um, and, um, and uh, Keemstar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I you know, and pe- people are like holding G Fuel accountable to the point where like they actually just completely removed his, his entire like product page on their site. Um, and that just goes to show like, they it's didn't care strange. about the the creators that they're signing on. They just create cared about the the, the money in money. their pocket that that creator was generating for them. So, like, if I, I, I jokes around this sometimes too, if my parents give me money, do I have to say I love my mom? Hashtag ad. <laughs> I mean, that's considered a gift at that point. It's only because my mom is on a company. <laughs> no, no. So, like, there, there's there's different kind of things about it. So, there's like. There's actual like gift, like for example, um, uh, w- one year for Christmas, I had a, um, a a game company send me like a um, a bag of like caramel popcorn. It said Merry sure. Christmas on it. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not really a product. That's a gift. That's saying, hey, thank you so much for all you do. We want to send you this as a thank you. Um, what I got from Crucible, like backpack, water bottle, prints, you know, this founders pack, a oh, bunch gifty, of stuff. That's goodies. Mm-hmm. Those are considered PR packages public mm-hmm. relation packages. Those need to be disclosed. Now, if they just send you a gift, like um, we see this all the time in the, be- in the beauty industry is that like um, uh, uh, make makeup companies like Morphe or like Ulta will send like PR, um, PR packages to influencers, mm-hmm. but on like their birthdays or whatever, they'll send them just like a bouquet of roses. And, that, mm-hmm. and at that point, that's just maintaining that relationship with that person. It's a gift. It's not product. And that's kind of the thing. It's, it has to be, it has to be product. Now, what if the industry start acting weird? Where it's like, hey, 
uh, let's say two companies team ups, right? Let's say for just for example, okay. Uh, let's say Elgato and Corsair. Actually, they're the same company. Sorry. Let's say <laughs> let's say Corsair and Razor. Oh. Just for example, it never happened. But let's say Corsair and Razor team up. Say Corsair mm-hmm. gonna send you a Razor keyboard. It's not their product, but it's a product as a gift. And then Razor send you a Corsair keyboard. Again, not their company, but it's a product from someone else. So technically, it's really weird to say, oh, thanks, Razor, for this Corsair keyboard. You don't have to hashtag add that. Because again, like you're saying, well, it's, product. It's, it's, one the, it's, one those... it's not a product, but a rose is made by a company or like at least a rose is made by a company. Yes, um, it is a product. But what if they team up? And but, but the thing is, though, it's 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 it's. But the game dev your- company sent me a bag of popcorn that has nothing to do with their game. The roses now, what, if the, what if the pop ca- popcorn company have a secret deal with them and the pop company send the other people, their influencer, with games? Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> it's a gray line. It is a completely gray area. Um, I always say, when in doubt, add it out. Hashtag add it out. <laughs> you I, know, I, it's, yeah. If you, if you if like I felt uncomfortable accepting that Google product without promote without promoting it and saying hashtag ad. Do they like it better that way or do you not like it better? It's kind of. I mean, I'm not verified or anything, but I ha- I'm closing in like 10,000 followers on, on Twitter, and you know it's like cool. Somebody with 10,000 followers tweeted us out that it's a Google Home like Nest Mini, and like that's really cool to see. Oh, you know, and I'll, also too like I haven't seen like any other streamers that have gotten it, and it's one of those like. Why you then? Why me? Maybe someone me? in someone at Google likes you. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, hey, hey. Now I kind of feel weird having like Google Homes around my in my house. I feel like I need to go go start muting them. <laughs> start no- talking to them. Say, hey, I know you're listening. <laughs> see if it, 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 it's like it's like the meme of like the FBI, FBI agent texting oh, you yeah. saying, "I saw that." <laughs> why? Why have you forsaken me? <laughs> as soon as you start Google the, um, the door. As soon as you Google dragon dildos, why are you doing this? <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, if they see if they if they watch my stuff, they're gonna be so confused. I, I Google so many weird stuff. It's just uh, I do too. Yeah. Anything that anything that has to be remotely weird, I always do it on my phone though. I never do it on my PC because I have them as different browsers, so it doesn't share browser history. Oh, I just do incognito mode on my computer. Control Shift ends instantly. No, I I I know incognito mode, but I, there's been times it's pulled from my browser on my regular one, which is weird. Someone's watching you. Talk to Google. Right? I don't, I don't right. like this, Google. I Told think we, you. Should, we should end this before they find out more and they know that we're on their track. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we gotta end it. Next thing you know, power goes out. Now we're actually in a horror movie. Yeah. Oh. Do you, actually, before I let you go, do you have any fear for yourself, actually, as a streamer? Docs, stuff? My, like, fear? Yeah, like, people know, like, what you do or where you are like do you have stalkers stuff like that i've dealt with it in the past um with a specific one i actually did have to get a lawyer about um up on that that was when i was actually working in law enforcement they went above and beyond to find like my private linkedin channels to find out where i lived and i worked and um they were harassing me and creating content while they were stream sniping me in in a game that Mm. had like voice chat that was extremely important to have and screaming racial racial slurs. They did this for like three days to um, harass me, frustrate me, record my um, my reaction, and post it to YouTube. And that was probably one of the worst that I've I've dealt with. But um, weirdly enough, 
my biggest fear is something I say being clipped and taken out of context Mm -hmm. because cancel culture is so rampant. They don't check. Yeah, they don't check. This this one part. They're like, oh, he said that. There's times I'm playing with my puppy and like I'm like kind of roughhousing with her, like on stream. Like I'm giving her like a little pat. And all it takes is one person to clip it just a certain way. It looks like I hit her. And I'm like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, and it's it's literally like my hands are like literally like around my dog's face and she's just like freaking out trying to, trying to bite my hand. Um, But the right angle, the right clip, it can look like I hit her. And and I hate cancel culture and I I absolutely hate that. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's my biggest fear is I always try to say whenever I'm, whenever I'm saying something, I come up with it in my mind and then I say it completely out. So I'm not breaking up what I'm saying because then it's something that can easily be clipped and taken out of context. <laughs> so you can be go like, you should not hit puppies. And someone's like, she said hit puppies. Hit puppies. Get her. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, mean, that- I mean, this happened with, with a streamer who actually like, um, she said on her stream, like sometimes you just got to beat your dog, but she didn't mean it in that sense. And it got clipped and taken out of proportion and spread like wildfire. And here's the problem too. Like, uh, I, I had some similar situation with cancel culture is that if you defend yourself on one thing, then you have to defend yourself on everything because then people are going to start just randomly attacking you for everything that oh, you Oh, yeah. Do. They'll search through your entire clip history. They'll search through all of your VODs. It's 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 mm-hmm. terrifying. And if you don't it defend yourself on terrifying. all of it, then they're like, oh, they didn't defend this one, so they must admit that one. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so one of my other fears, too, is is um people contacting my family about oh, yeah. shit that I do or say or whatever. Um, so I actually don't go by any of my last name at all on any social media. Like mm. every, every, my last name has basically been scrubbed from the internet at this point. That's good. And yeah. I'm happy about that. Like if you search like my, my name, like my, my, my handle, nothing about me as, a, mm. as outside of stream comes up. And that was like my first like major goal is to make sure that nothing that I, I can have two lives. And I think this kind of also goes back to like boyfriend, girlfriend type stuff is you need to, you need to separate and have two lives because then at one point you start to confuse what's real and what's re- with like what's reality and what's, and what's content. And that, that fine line can get really, really thin. Does dating also get confusing then? Like, is it tricky? Like, do you have problem with people want to date you because of who you yep. are versus like who you really are? But the, you know? the, the problem when it comes to like dating online is, you know, at the obviously like I just want to date whoever like I'm interested in, we're interested in each other, et cetera. Um, mm. But it obviously that is a lot of people in the industry because I meet, I'm more likely to meet people in the industry than I am to pe- meet people out of the industry. And people mm. who aren't in the industry are, le- are least likely to understand what I do and why I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course I'm more, I'm more kind of focused on, if I find anybody, it's probably going to be somebody within the industry. Uh, but there has been multiple times is a lot of them are like, I don't want to go public. I don't want to like, kind of like feed in that. Like we're talking, like, even that we're just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, it has been in the past where they've said that just to abuse and utilize the fact that it's a dirty little secret so they can go pursue somebody else. Um, so I don't know if it's that they legitimately don't want to be in the public because we are trying to keep our personal life away from our streamer life or is it because they're actually just utilizing I can we can be private and then I can go off and do whatever I want see that's a tricky part right because like if you go public if they really want to go public right and then right from the get go it feels weird it's like do they want to just date me because of 
who I know and can tell、mm-hmm. people like, oh, I'm dating this person.、Uh, vice versa, where they go like, oh, let's not tell anyone at all. Let's keep it secret. Then like, wait, are they up to no good or something? Or I trying to? Yeah. Ah,、oh, that's such weird. And I talk to, talk to、so、my friends、weird. all the time about this too. Like, is dating people outside the industry? They won't know what we don't really get. What we do is kind of weird. Our world. But if we're dating in the industry, we have to deal with those problem. Yeah. So like like imagine going on a first date with somebody outside the industry and be like, oh my god, Pog Champ or Kappa. Like they're gonna look at you like you're like you're speaking an alien language. Like you're freaking crazy. They don't. They won't know. And it's it's just it's like then you gotta explain it, and then you gotta like pull out photos and explain the history of it, and <laughs>、uh, and it just it's it's one of those like come. It's it's just it's just. It's, it's a hard kind of like oh I can't I can't hang out tonight why is I um I'm I'm, I'm gonna be streaming is that like, wait what's that like, I I play video games and people watch me playing video games that online dating has been the worst with that have you been、um, doing online dating I I did for a while I haven't in in maybe like five or six months、it、just I just mindlessly、mm-hmm. swipe every night and it's just that's、nothing. what that's what it ends up becoming. As I swipe, they they they, they message me and I'm just like I don't have the energy to respond to you because you're probably gonna say something really stupid. That's、yeah. literally what it becomes. Oh, it's such、uh, extreme for dating for online dating. Like for girls, you get matched with every guy and they all say the dumb shit and have to explain over and so over. So I've、like、actually run、script. into and I I don't know if this is a, it's it's just like a Southern California thing, but I've、mm-hmm. actually run into people who utilize. Dating channels just to boost their social channels. Oh, yo, all the time. Oh, yeah. Every other girl's on at least for the guy side. Like every other girl's is always follow like, me on、oh, Instagram. Instagram. Hit me up on、yeah. Instagram. Hit me、yeah. up on Instagram. Here's my Snapchat. And I had one guy that um he was like he's like hey what's your Insta? And I was like、oh, I'm not sharing my Insta on like the first conversation or the first message.、Mm-hmm. He goes why are you just some like ugly fat chick? And I was like. <laughs> no, because I don't want to give you access to my entire life, and I just know you right now. And also, if I am someone who doesn't want to show how I look, I would just create different Instagram for this. Like, why would I? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and also too, like I have my Twitch on, like on my Instagram and in the bio. And the last thing I want to do is like, because like I talk about shit like happens that happens on like dates and stuff like that, like on stream.、Yeah. Last、mm-hmm. thing I want to do is like tell this person, yeah, I stream, and then like and they, they come, come in into my、it. chat when I'm shit talking the date I just had with them. Or they even <laughs> the shit on you on stream would be weird, you know? Wow, like you want to talk to me, right? Like the whole so, thing, like that's so、uh, weird. So like, ah,、uh, I talk about this, and I want to, I want to start doing stand up comedy about this specific this thing, <laughs> like. For me, Instagram is such a work pen,、uh, like thing for me, right?、Uh-huh. Like I use Instagram for work. Like it's my, I'm a content creator. People follow me on it, and then it's my public image. But there's all these girls that would be like, "Hey, talk to me on Insta instead of you know on Bumble or Tinder or whatever, right?" But that's just like you going to a bar, hitting on a girl, say, "Hey, what's up?" She's like, "Hey, everything's great. Hey, let's get out of here."、I'm、like, "Oh yeah?" It's like, "Let's go to another bar."、It's、like. Why this bar was perfectly fine? Why would I、exactly、go to a different platform to talk to you? Or it's、oh, more like、exactly、again, it, it's work for me, right? It's kind of like, oh yeah, talk to me. Oh yeah, you should send me an email from your work email address. Why? <laughs> That's so how th- this actually、like. happens a lot with my job. Is that、um, I've had the same phone number since I was like twelve.、Mm. So I've had the same number for like phone number for literally fifteen years, and I don't share my phone number very like willy nilly. Um, I don't have my phone number like literally listed on any like website or anything, and I don't use my phone number for for work. And there's so many times it, organizations will be like, "Hey, can we talk now? Here's my phone number," and I'm like, <laughs> "What's your question? 
just call me. It's easier. And I'm like, we've spent 15 minutes emailing back and forth when you go to just put your email and your question in the email. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and they're like, well, why can't you just call me? And I'm like, because I don't, I don't like to use my personal number. And I'm glad I don't because there I've had heard stories of being in of somebody else being in meetings and people because they have your number feel like they have the right to call you and that you have to answer it every time, especially when you work in any kind of business situation. It's worth um, the gaming industry. Like my yeah. uh, like I also, have people that who Discord. People mm-hmm. need to stop using Discord as a form of communications for, for business reasons and contracts. Use email. Um, yeah. Email. Like I, I was recently on a stream team that I just left and um I found out I actually found out that I was leaving the team because they removed me from the team and I had no clue why. And apparently they had pinged me on Discord saying like, hey, we're actually revamping the entire team and we need everybody to reapply. Uh And I was like, that was sent like two months ago. It's like, you do realize I'm, I'm, first of all, it's Discord. You're not going to see every ping that you Mm -hmm. get. Secondly, any kind of business thing where you're dealing with a contract, you're dealing with applications needs to be done via email because it's trackable, it's traceable. There's mm-hmm. ways it's paper because mm-hmm. on Discord you can go and delete messages and edit them. Yeah, you can you literally need a paper trail. Yeah, you, you need a paper trail exactly that. And so, like, I at that point I was like, you know what, I'm fine with not being on the stream team anymore because if you guys aren't going to be professional about it, I don't, I don't even want to be associated with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. I yeah. I mean, I just see a bunch of girls asking for Snapchat and all this. All pe- I mean, if I was thinking about this too, if I was a girl, would I do that? Like, should I just use it to, as a platform to promote my stuff? It's weird, but it's. I've thought about it to to promote my Twitch stream, but the problem is those dating sites also say they're ten miles from you. They're five miles from you. That that kind of pinpoints my location a little bit too. That's only if there's enough Two people. Clothes. That's that's ten mile radius really far. Like that's not gonna be okay. Like, but but also five. Sometimes it's like less than one mile, and that's scary to me. So we're gonna walk around and see. Oh, where's Ashley? And maybe she's going on. Ooh, I don't freaking know. Well, I mean, like all we have to say is like, oh, Ash lives in like this part of San Diego. It's like okay, this part of San Diego is not that big, you know. So it's like okay, so she can only live in maybe these. 16 different complexes oh let's look back at her instagram stories to see what the outside of these complex looks at looks at you know that's how you about p.o boxes people, people just, get that like, deep. yeah yeah people that put a p.o box well. and then like, the zip code they're like oh you live around this near this um thing and i they actually would... all p.o boxes i've ever opened is at least a 20 minute drive for me wow that's way far but it makes sense because not only that they would might even try to follow you yeah, so they might that's all it go, takes is saying like, hey, I sent, I sent something to your PO box and then you then have to wait outside that every day. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. It's a scary it, life that we live in. Yeah, it's a very scary life. And like, I'm, I'm not a fan of PO boxes. That's why I do use things like like um, like uh, Stream Gift and all that. But it's, it's, it's terrifying. Like if somebody wants to find you in this industry, they will find you. Oh, yeah. It's, would, it's so simple. Like, uh, for example, Especially there's another creator. In, uh, Silicon Valley, if they work in any tech industry, it's so easy. Yep. I've done it. There, like, not that, there was finding a people, creator. I, mean, I worked there. Yeah, there, there mm-hmm. was a creator who actually moved um, to San Diego not long ago. And they posted a picture like, oh, look at this beautiful view outside my balcony. And I was like, I know exactly where you live. I know what floor you live on. Unit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What? how do you know? I was like. I live two blocks from you. I recognize that entire view. I recognize this. I recognize that. It's like, it's it's so easy. People don't realize how easy it is. Like, I didn't even need to like walk down that street. It just, I 
recognize it because I drive down that street, you know, when I go to the store or go get in and out or whatever. And it's, it's just one mm-hmm. of those continuous reminders is like, don't post a photo of the front of your apartment. Don't post a photo of what your apartment complex normally looks like. Like, it's not difficult. I when I first moved to my loft, I took a picture inside my loft, so you can't even see outside or anywhere. But so you gotta be th- careful of that because there was a, a Las Vegas streamer. She was taking pictures of the inside of her like new apartment, and when mm-hmm. I was looking at apartments in Vegas, I found out where she lived just by looking at different oh, yeah. apartment complexes. No, my neighbor left a comment and said, "Hey, welcome to the building." <laughs> and like, yeah, and it's like what? Good thing they're really cool people. But I'm like, what oh, the it's heck? So they, creepy. Yeah. It's oh, it's terrifying. They're it's literally so two terrifying. doors down, and they know exactly where I lived. I'm like, oh, cool. It's it's why. I don't do house tours. I don't do apartment tours. Like I might take a picture of like what the inside of my like living room looks like, but I don't do like mm-hmm. a full on like here's the layout no of windows. my place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Like even when it's, I do any uh, video when I'm recording, because you know I am living in a house of streamer and stuff, I will walk a few blocks away from my house before I start doing any recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, ah, uh, it's a dangerous life. Anyway, and now I'm we're gonna, scared as hell. <laughs> yep. So I'm gonna get some in and out and make me feel better about. Ooh, myself. that sounds good. Yeah. All right. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on all social channels. It's Ashleen with five E's, A-S-H-L-E-E-E-E-E-A-N. Uh, I know. Don't ask how I came up with that, but it is the way it is. And it's memorable. That's what I, that's one thing that I learned. But you can find me on all social channels. Uh, also, you can there. find it everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's, you- oh, I loved it. I, I love that literally like I have the same social channel on everything. There's so many people that I know. It's like, oh, and one or two and whatever it's like no it's the same on everything you know the cosper stella stella yes. Chu. stella stella Chu, yeah but she has to do two you or something because then they had that problem some of them have three use because someone took it already like how yeah it's yeah so at least modern one photo is pretty unique so i'm good enough i'm i'm safe i don't need like modern yeah, one five oh Oh. <laughs> with, with the zero as an O. Oh my god. That, oh. Or like never, when people have to use like capital um capital I's for for like lowercase L's. Oh, never it be drives found. me insane. It's gonna be like you're never gonna find a page. Yeah. So I like, guess as much as like I've I've thought about rebranding, because Ashleen with one E A N is uh-huh. available on Twitch and Twitter. I won't be able I I'm like so I'm not gonna rest- be able to, yeah. yeah, I'm on, not only that, but it's like there's something that's so enjoyable about joining a channel and having everybody go Ashleen and then saying, Oh, that's not enough ease. And then having them do it again and having them say E for like 20 seconds. Um, it's just been enjoyable. So I, I don't regret my name one bit. It, yeah. It is a lot. At least I don't care about what is, is it consistent. It has to be consistent. It's annoying. Sometimes like, Oh yeah, there's an underscore there. Uh, actually this one is going to be Ashleen uh, with a Y, but Oh, this one's like Ashleen with like, two l instead of one and just, or it's like it's like if your name was like martin but then you have like like because you're martin wong photo mwp mm. underscore martin yeah like mm-hmm. oh there's so this many is one of the things. no yeah so now it's, it's registered. Yeah. even if my tiktok and everything just one even though i hate tiktok but like i just took tickets just in case someone use it and then yeah so. that's that's what it's been is anytime there's a new social platform come up i immediately go in and claim my name which i you, highly doubt a lot of people will have five e's in but it actually has happened in h1z1 somebody sniped my name oh that's because i was that popular i was that popular i would yes got my name sniped <laughs> all right all right thank you so much for watching everyone and thank you for following and you know everyone go check out ashleen uh find her on instagram twitter on twitch to stream every so often so it's fun yep i you try to go f- five you, days a week so you know yeah 
you might catch her as a uh, 12 years old boy, a homeless man, or, or a stripper. <laughs> you'll never know. Like, <laughs> Which no, one will roll, I be? Roll the dice, you'll though. To, you'll have to come to the stream and find out. Yeah. All right. Well, have fun.